Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And we're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, the next. But first, Kamar, how was your week? I had a great week, Matt. Before I get into it, I just want to uh, apologize to, uh, was it Hendrik Lundqvist Real Estate? Messed yeah. that up. But was it under name? Not Henrik Lundqvist Real Estate. That is a hockey That's player. That's a ho- uh, goalie. He is a goal Lundqvist Real Estate. Yes, Lundqvist Real Estate out of New Zealand. We're, sorry, guys. Bear with us. We're working on a new tradition here. Um, and here, let's give him another free plug. If you're in New Zealand looking for real estate... Lundquist Real Estate. But but what was his name under? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what his name Anyways, was Either he way, he got his, his double shot out. He raised He's, his pledge. He so was butthurt. Fucking, I apologize. No, he should be butthurt. Thank you for your support. Um, and then I want to uh, welcome or thank Sandeep Manjat. I believe he's from Winnipeg. Shout out to Winnipeg. Sandeep. Went from 5 to $10. Way to go, buddy. Thanks, Sandeep. Shout out Winnipeg. Having some tough times now. I guess they're going through their lockdown now. He wants um, he wants those videos. For those of you that don't know, if you join the Patreon on the ten dollar level, you get video as well. Got to get that visual. Uh, then we have a uh, Christine Snell came in a new Patreon at ten dollars. Thank you, Christine. Welcome to the Patreon. Hey, Christine. Thanks Shout so much, Christine. Some great new content coming your Thanks way. Thanks for coming around. Uh, then we have uh, Kevin Gomila edit his pledge from four twenty to ten dollars. Wants that video. Thank you, Kevin. Way to go, Kev. And then we have a new Patreon. Carla came in at $5. Thank you, Carla. Carla, welcome to the team. And last but certainly not least, we have Tom M. Who came in on a yearly subscription. Save that money. Thank you, Tom. I think that's $5 a month, his pledge. Thank you, Tom. I hate this new format. I'm just saying. Ah, We just got to get used to it, like Joe's new studio. All good. Um, and of course, Alexander Thakopoulos, thank you always for thank your support. You. And Gavin Workman, thank you too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you? it's Alex Athena, Athena, Athenoskos. Oh, I think there's a proper way to pronounce it. I'm just not that guy. Um, who do you guys think is the best cook of the three of us? Not me. Are you a good cook? I think, I think it might be me. I made a badass uh, French onion soup on uh, Friday. Proud of myself. I um, hold on. So you made one soup? And oh, you- I made a bolognese. I made. I made, I made a bolognese things. last night. I, I no. I, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with I that. I thought I might get some so pushback from you. Is this the next competition? I don't know how you judge. You would have to get a third party. Um, well, that's not hard. Oh, I'll get judge it. Par- and the loser eats the fucking chip. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just been I've been cooking a lot. You know what I mean. Mm. And uh, I've been enjoying the fat squirrels. Have you noticed that? You're eating squirrels? No, I've just been. They're about to hibernate. They're all run around real chubby. They're a little bit slower. I've than been cooking a lot, and I've really been enjoying the fat squirrels. How am I supposed to take that? I should have uh, ended the. Uh, I've been cooking this week and made a really nice French onion. I think soup. it was a new paragraph. I think Kamar's 
hunting squirrels. New paragraph. It's funny watching all the chubby squirrels because mm-hmm, they're getting ready for they're winter. getting ready for the winter. Yeah, I saw a squirrel today. I've actually seen it before. He has a white tip to his tail, so he looks like a tiny little skunk. It's very amazing. And he's fat. He's not right now. Fat. Right now. I mean, he's. You didn't notice he's chubby yet. You didn't see him in the spring. When Maybe he, was all he thin. has a white tail because he's sickly and he never gets chubby. Well, yeah, that's pretty much my week in a nutshell. Cooking and fat squirrels? <laughs> you got it. In a nutshell. <laughs> Simon, how's your week? Uh, my week was fine, Matty. Thank you. Um, the moon is still there, has been there all week. That's always comforting. And um, Is it comforting because the, they want you to be comforted? Maybe. That's, that's it. Remember, we decided to go with it. It wants me to be comforted. I'm actually super pissed at Kamar because I was, yeah, you, I was... You were like bigging up this Kermit Patterson uh, show. No new information for him. Show like it was going to be something great. Like I was going to love it so much. I hated it. Wow. He was so boring. So boring. He was Gary like, right? Oh, yeah. The whole thing was just. But I'm listen. Listen, I listened to it, Kamar, and I thought that as you did, I was like, well, Simon will have some sort of erection. I just figured that the way he was hyping it. It was going to be about ancient civilizations. It was. It well, was. It was. It about, was. It, it was about ancient uh, origins of man. It wasn't. Hold on. Was this it? guy. Hold on. This guy backs up all your claims. We're going to go through them before. Yeah. Anyways, forget yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Yeah. You're upset with me. Let's, we'll hash it out when we get to the episode. You. I'm upset with that stupid chess movie. And uh, other than that, <laughs> it was a fucking decent week. Uh, let's move on. It's so funny. I'm like in my Instagram. I see people are like drawing pictures about this pretend bitch and like. You know what I'd like she's to She's not like a hero. She's a Simon, fucking pretend person. Not. Do me a favor. Finish it so that your hate can be founded. Man, I can't. I, I, th- I think if you do finish it, then you'll be like, yeah, this was a shit fucking show. And then you have, <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. And then you have a leg to stand on. No, because my, I'm not even, mine is a premise issue. It's not, uh, it's not about how, it was done really well. I'll give you that. It was great. Period piece. It was terrific. It was just a big fat fucking lie. It was the mermaid documentary. Oh, that's something else I did this week. I watched uh, Bill and Ted's new movie. Oh, is that good? No. Um, well, you watch it? No, I know it's not good. <laughs> okay, Simon. Um, watch it and then found your opinion. It's good if you liked it. There's callbacks. If I liked there. Bill and Ted, if you like them, I, there's uh, there's enough nostalgia. I was telling Maddie today, just while we're still on my week. Hold on one sec. Is Death in the movie? Yes, he is. Yeah, of course, and it's so good because <laughs> he's all like blown up because of the fame, and it, it comes so fast. Um, I went down a hole. I started watching a. I rewatched the documentary. I was telling Matt of that Calcico. Calcio. Uh, I think it's Calcico. Calico. Isn't it? Whatever it is, you it's know, calcio. That's where the fucking league calcio A comes okay. from. They were fight where they fight with the ball in Florence. You know that crazy fight. Vice did a documentary on it. Do you, okay. you don't know what I'm talking no. about. It's Are where you, it's like fighting. Well, I, I'd, it's, I'd rather it's be full, honest with you. Than it's like it's soccer, full contact soccer fighting. It's in UFC sand? with soccer. It's in a stadium. You have to watch this. Okay. Well, Anyways, yeah. so then I started going down a rabbit hole. This is on like, the the YouTube you discovered. Yeah. On <laughs> calcio storico. Storico. Um, anyways, I started going down a rabbit hole of crazy sports and like, you know, they show the slap fighting. And then the one that I didn't know existed was toe wrestling, which is just like so stupid. Yeah, that sounds pretty dumb. And then I got into like, um, 
I watched. Did you make it to extreme arm wrestling? Was that was that the finale of the PS de Rizzi stalls? Yeah, I didn't see that. They they did a big thing on slap fighting, which is the guy who's the champion slap fighter is like the hugest dude ever. No neck. He's just this big fucking farmer, like the big hands. He wasn't. He started it. Slap fighting started as like a sideshow at the strongman competitions. So he was just there with a couple of his buddies and they were like, oh, you should compete in this. And he ends up winning and hasn't been beaten since. Like, it's not like he went out training to be a slap fighter. Oh, you went deep. (laughs) (laughs) But they got some crazy sports. Like, have you seen the sport where it's, um, they play on this like giant trampoline thing and it's extreme volleyball but you can use any part of your body so they like bounce off the trampoline do these like triple you're wearing volleyball you can use any part of your body right you can't use your feet can't use your feet yes you can you can can. can 100 use your feet feet in volleyball anything just to save the ball it's called digging you don't see it often but it is uh it is allowed Uh oh (laughs) oh the phone's coming out i i think there are footballs well he confirms that rule how is your week there's there's a football version of no, 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 no. I said, I think there's like a football, like in volleyball, it can't hit your foot. I'm going to check. It's yeah, all good. Go ahead. Anyways, I, I'm all done. Lots of weird sports out there. I watched a lot. Of, oh, the one thing I did see somehow in this thing, I got to the craziest swimming pools in the world, which is such a weird um, That's category. the algorithm. But they have this one wave pool in China or somewhere there where... It had a malfunction. Oh, I've saw, I've oh, seen yes, the video. Yes, the biggest wave ever. Oh, I've seen the video. It crushes yeah. everybody. Oh, I dude. know. It's so crazy. Uh, it must be so crazy to be sitting at that, at the end of that, just watching the fucking thing. Oh man, it's funny that happened in China because if it happened in America, you probably had a lawsuit on your hands. But in China, they just have to take their. Yeah. Own in China, home. they just destroyed the wall, the water park, and everyone that was in it. And no, the forty-four people who got hurt went to jail. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah, probably. You're not going to check the rule now? I'm That's going excellent. to as soon as I'm done. I was going to tell you one more thing. Um, so it was the pool. Oh, yeah. I watched this movie. Um, Will Smith and Elaine from Seinfeld. It's on Netflix. Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, Elaine from Seinfeld. Um, where it's like a serious movie. And the premise is they're like a couple who have kids. They're on this vacation in Austria. They're not really getting along. Yeah, it's Will Ferrell and her. Yeah, we said, and yeah. they're on a balcony and they're doing like a dynamite blast. They're on a like the deck of a ski lodge. Yes, and they're trying to. They're doing start avalanches across the way because yes. they do that. Yeah, and for some reason it hits the the deck that they're on, and Will Smith gets up and runs away, but she covers the kids, and it's kind of like everything that happens after that. It's not a great movie, but it's interesting. Have you seen Anna? The movie Anna? Yeah. What's it about? It's about a Russian assassin. I think I have. It's older, it's right? Sort of can- yeah, I think it's two years old. It's sort yeah. of campy, but serious. Like a lot of people die in it. Yeah. Does she She's start, a model. Does she start young? She starts semi young. It's a model that they uh, groom to be a assassin. Oh, here. This is a wave bull, Simon. It didn't happen, though. Jesus. But it got me to thinking, like, the UFC is the best fighters in the world, right? Yeah. Well, well, hold, well, in what? I mean, the. Uh, well, I'm just saying, like <laughs> Floyd Mayweather is arguably the best boxer ever. So, well, no, I was just thinking there must be like seals or fucking Krav Maga, like. Well, don't forget Tim Kennedy was in the UFC and he was a Navy SEAL. 
Okay. I I just wonder if there's better fighters than are in the UFC, in the world. <coughs> like secret agents, assassins. Like if there's no such thing as a born identity or any of those guys. I I mean, listen, the guaranteed there's SEALs that are trained incredibly well and that could like hold their own with most UFC fighters. But I think the difference is that a UFC fighter, they, all they do is train to fight. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a SEAL has, you know, many different, it just made me think: Are the are the UFC the best uh, mixed hand martial artists con- in, in in the world? Or there's there's others, that, but they they don't. Well, don't forget, one FC has some incredible fighters in it. So, so yeah, just mixed martial arts isn't. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's why I was saying it's kind yeah. of a weird question, right? Like I, what's weird is I saw a thing that uh, like Navy SEALs make like sixty eight thousand dollars a year. I mean, everything else is paid for. Yeah, so they they can just bank that, but it's not a lot of money. So it used to be, sorry, anything below the waist was a dead ball, and then they changed the rule, and now you can hit it with that. So you were right at one point in your life. When did they change it? Uh, It it didn't say on there. But I know that when I played volleyball in (coughs) junior high, which was my glory days on the volleyball team, you could not use your feet. Fair enough. I just know that now, currently, you are more than welcome to use your feet. Like I said, Simon, you still don't see it often. You're a little bit right, and I'm mostly right. How was your week, Matt? It was fine. Excellent. I'll give my time to Simon, clearly. I'm done. Yes, no, we... You, you can go yeah. ahead. Well, and someone asked uh, for you guys not to smoke weed. No, they said, do you think you could make it through an episode? Oh, when I said, yeah, I'll try that out someday. It's obviously not going to be this week. <laughs> no. How do you feel about that, Simon? I mean, I could. But why would you? Why would I? Why You're free to do it. Do it. It's legal. Why deny myself that pleasure? First of all, I think you're going to get a much better conversation when we're high. I'm a real asshole it's like joe in sober october he'd argue more positions he doesn't believe when he was from a more cantankerous position (laughs) well no i just i'm not i'm generally not like a i'm a grumpy i'm just not generally nice to be around unless i'm high so i try to stay high i'm with you buddy oh i know i was just waiting for you to jump in i didn't want to be able to say (laughs) it so you guys would consider it but it can't be done not, I will do an episode not high. That's fine. I have no problem with that. I'm going to choose it a week where it's two and oh, not four. A short week. Yeah, there's got to be something in it for me. <laughs> yeah, there's the world's hottest chip if you can make it through. <laughs> pledge fucking 50 bucks and Fear. I'll do it. No, I don't care. Stop. Stop I, with this money I, shit, all of us. Pledge. Again, it's just not something I want to do. So. I'm with you. We do this to smoke weed and get together. I don't, I'm not beholden to you guys. But again, it's not because I can't. I went a whole year just for no reason without smoking weed. Yeah, so I guess the difference would be it'd be a bitchier podcast. Yeah. And I can't smoke cigarettes in here, so then it would be like this kind of makes up for that. And you, I mean, you could rush through everything. Oh, I could, yeah. I was going to say, you, there's nothing no, stopping I, you from having no, one or two cigarettes but a show. I, I just wouldn't. It's yeah. too many. You need a ventilation yeah. system. For if there was a ventilation system, I'd smoke the lights up. Anywho. Five years from now when we're raking in uh, $1,000 a month, we'll get a ventilation system. Nice. Okay. Glory Can days. we start this fucking yeah, episode, please? Let's do this because this is going to be a long one. Also yeah, right on. Currents. Right on. Um, uh, Joe, are we new to this? Are Give you us the farting? Guest What's going on? Joe here? kept us on his toes this week with four guests. Kept you Kai on your Bosch toes. And my three theory. We started the week off with um, Kermit Patterson, uh, fifteen sixty-one, who's found. I thought. Bigfoot, but I guess I don't know nothing. Um, followed by <laughs> 1562 Dave Smith from the Legion of Skanks. 
Then we had 1563, a subdued Tony Hinchcliffe, the Golden Pony. And then we finish off with an Aussie from Down Under, but now he's in New York, I guess. 1564, Adam Alter. Doctor Adam Alter. There you go. But a real doctor. Not like Bill Cosby. PhD. Why? What was he a doctor? Like he was a medical doctor? Psychology, I believe. The point is he has a PhD. Whereas Bill Cosby got a doctorate and was like, you call me doctor. Pretty hard dick. Um, do you want to rate the week? That's what we do here. Go ahead. Oh, he's so fucking serious right now. I give the beanie week. on and all of a sudden it's he's fucking game at, on. I, I give the week a 3.5. Um, I'll give the week. I'm giving it a two and a half and I'll explain more as we go along. I'll give it a three. There you go. A little bit of column A, a little bit Spread of column B. Yeah, there. there you go. All right, well, let's start. Let's get it rolling. Uh, Kermit Patterson. Patterson? 1561. Kermit Patterson. Who the fuck names their that's kid Kermit? Se- that's seamless now. Well, I was thinking maybe there was a famous uh, Bigfoot researcher, Kermit, so maybe they did it after him. Joe never bothered to ask, so we'll never know. You know this for a fact? No, I know there was a famous Bigfoot researcher called Kermit something. So, yes, you do know this for a fact. I believe you. Why would I argue with you? Like, here's the thing. I assume before the frog, it was at least a name that, like, you heard somewhat. Well, there was a president named Grover. So, I mean. Yeah, no, I think they got all the Sesame fucking, Street, I think all yeah. the Sesame Street oh, may, names. Maybe it was Grover. Oh, my God. This fucking guy. And you can't kick in volleyball. He's, he comes prepared with nothing. Anyway, Kermit Patterson. No, now that I'm thinking about it, it was Grover. It was Grover Krantz. So that nothing to do with Bigfoot, but the, uh, the, okay. So you're upset of me about uh, bigging up this episode. All I thought is he may have found a Bigfoot. I, d- I don't know what that means. He found a Bigfoot. They found something that's like what was the date on it? It's four point four million years old. Yeah, it wasn't human. They had already found Gigantopithecus. Like what? What are we doing here? Well, obviously it's, I'm not, it's not an expert hold on, hold on. in this field. This, this guy's point was that we which you last week were like, I have a real tough time wrapping my head around this. He was pretty much saying that we didn't, there's a good chance we didn't evolve necessarily from chimps. We didn't evolve from chimps. Did you um, listen to the same episode? Or did? there's a split. Somehow. I did. They were talking about the, to me, this was the, his thing was he found the very oldest skeleton, most intact skeleton of a, Whatever well, he human, didn't find it, human whatever. Or no. a big. He's foot. a journalist. He's not. Well, yeah, that was the other thing I was yeah. going to get at. Is he didn't find shit. They found it, and they found it like twenty years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, correct, or like thirty years ago, like in the '90s or the '80s. They found I don't this know. thing. I, I have it written down okay, somewhere. I'm, I'm sorry, here. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um. Yeah, I, I, I just Joe was asking him questions like he was a scientist. He couldn't answer them because he wasn't a scientist. He only knew what he knew. From covering you the story. I'm saying from covering this story. So that's where, I don't know. I, it was interesting. I mean, it's amazing I, I, to find really old man. I like this idea of oh, I thought you would. 12 I thought he found Bigfoot races like, <laughs> of humans that were all, or human descendants who were all living together at the same time, crossbreeding. And like, it's like ancient Game of Thrones. I love it. But just the way Kamara was bigging it up, I thought... Shows what I know. They had discovered like a cavern underneath a pyramid or something, you know? It'd be more interesting if he was the actual archaeologist mm-hmm. than the reporter covering 
Well, side note, Simon, did you see they found over 100 sarcophagi in Egypt? I saw that. Of course you did. I'm sure it was on your Google fucking alerts. There goes the post, Joe. (laughs) So right now on, I don't know, either Netflix or Crave, I can't remember which one. I think it's, uh, or sorry, on Prime. They have a thing about some cavern they found underneath a tomb they found underneath. Maybe it's that underneath something in Egypt. And it's, it was discovered in like the nineties. That's, that's how long it takes for Egypt to even let another scientist in there to look at it. You know, like we'll never, there must be so many mysteries out there that we just never even get a chance to see because of red tape, let alone because they haven't found them yet. It's not the science community in general. It's the government who's actually impeding. Well, I think that uh, like in Egypt, let's say the, Government runs the archaeology division or whatever, so it's one and the same. And they like the story to be <laughs> as they like the story the status to quo. be five thousand years or whatever. I, I think they just conceded to five thousand years before they were at like three thousand five hundred years. And so do you think it's e- that's is it Egypt or is it Egyptian archaeologists government. doing this? I think it's Egypt. Okay. I don't think it's archaeologists. I think most archaeologists, if you're like a credible dude you want to see the truth and they would love to get in there they're not even allowed to go look in egypt you have to like be buddies with feruzness and whatever the fucking guy's name as is. is the true nature of science i guess in science nothing is supposed to be set in stone right it's, everything can be you're challenged supposed everything to be, can be searching for there are no definite mysteries definites mm-hmm. definitives whatever fucking moron anyways um so he was going to write a book on human beings and how they can walk and run long distances. That was his, like, that was his initial book of yeah. what he was working on. And this is where it ended up. I mean, this to me is much more interesting than that, but that's kind of a neat idea too, right? Like no other animals run long distances. Is that true? No, the way we're built. No, I guess that <laughs> is you run the long distances. There's other animals that can run much faster, but they can't. No, no, I'm saying, but nobody runs for, 12 kilometers, I guess, is the point. Or 12 hours. Or 12 hours. I think it's also that we're on, we're not on all fours. We're bipedal. Right? Like most animals that walk on two barely run. And if they do, it's definitely not for long distances. Running is like a four-legged animal thing. Am I wrong? Well, I don't know. There like are other so than a few animals that. Walk on two well, no, but legs, I'm just thinking so. other than birds, like I'm thinking an ostrich is fast, right? And it runs for long distances. Does it run for long distances? I don't know. Though? It yeah. runs really fast, though. I know that. Well, that's what I'm saying, but. No, it probably doesn't it, run. It, it's part of our uh, makeup to hunt, I believe. But it, if it's being chased by a predator, it's going to run until it can't run anymore. Well, I think the argument would be that for everything, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. So given the right uh, <clears throat> situation, don't all animals aren't they able to run for a long distance if their life depends on it? Maybe not though. Yeah. But to say, till your life depends on it, maybe certain animals could run for 10 kilometers if their life depended on it. And maybe some animals could run for a hundred meters if their life depends on it. And that's why something like an armadillo has developed another way to protect itself. Right. Yeah. I guess. Cause it can't run more shit. Cause it can't run more shit. I wish you could feel my heart sink. I I mean, I thought we were talking about Bigfoot this whole time. So this thing they found the, the skeleton. It well, had. Why? What made you think it was Bigfoot? Because it had uh, the lo- longer legs than the ape. 
and thought, a different characteristics than I thought eight. it had shorter legs and longer arms. Well, we didn't listen to the same okay. podcast. Anyways, it doesn't matter. This shows what happens with three morons. I, I, I didn't get Bigfoot Kamara. I, I, the thing that fucked me up was the toes on its feet. It had the opposable toe. What a toe. I mean, it had thumbs on its feet. Sorry, not toes. So, uh, toes yeah, is a, evidence we all have toes on our feet. Climbing trees. Yeah. Well, that probably totally makes sense. I mean, if there were things on the ground that were just too scary to come down. And because it couldn't run long distances, it had to hide somewhere. Mm, interesting. Again, I don't see where your Bigfoot Well, no, no I, me neither now. I, I thought you were going to come I a mean, whole different way with this. Come on, Bigfoot or not, I still listened to this episode and thought Simon would be ecstatic because it gives credence to all your, like, you know, fucking civilizations could have been around. I mean, but they, yes, it does, but they already have proof of Denisovan and Florentinian. Yeah, but it could go further back. I mean, what I got out of this guy was that if we had the right, <clears throat> if we had the means and the right technology, technically we could maybe dig deep enough and find shit from like, maybe there's six civilizations. Maybe this is the seventh iteration of the Matrix. You maybe know what I mean? Like the hundredth. Sure. Like maybe it's the millionth. We're, the earth is 3.4 billion years old. Like if, when we talk about dynasties, we talk them lasting hundreds of years, thousands if they're lucky. Like we could literally be on the millionth iteration. Well, no, I mean, probably not the millionth, but if you do the... 3.4 billion years old. I get it. Listen, I understand. Maybe you're right. I'm just, if you do the rice thing, right? Like the Jeff Bezos wealth with rice and you understand what a billion is. Yeah, I mean. A lot can have happened. A lot. Well, that's why, that's why I love when he's talking to Joe and he's like, you know, we're within 4.4 million years. Like that's a tight window. And I was like, is it? <laughs> like, is it really? Like, what are we doing? Um, it, it was interesting when he was saying how so few animals get fossilized. And when you really think of that, it has to be like this perfect situation and we find what we find. There's so many things that we don't find. It's crazy. Like it's kind of like when they're talking about ancient civilizations and why don't we find anything from them? Well, if they're coming from millions of years ago or even hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands, you're only going to find the stone. And if they didn't carve that shit on like a rock for you to read, there's nothing left, you know? Yeah, so, but I think, Simon, a lot of people see, like, me, for example, when I think of ancient civilizations like you're talking about, like, let's say a million years ago, I, I still find it, like, sure. I, I think about it like this. Like, maybe there were, but if all if all they were doing was writing on caves and, like, they hadn't made it past, like, stone tools, then none of it really matters that no, much no, to me. No, they had. They were writing on paper probably the same way we are now, that stuff can't be preserved. Fine, but even, I get it. But even paper, my point is like, you know, if. Like, unless they had computers, they're no good. No, I'm just, that's what pretty much what you're saying. Well, no, like plastic is one where like, we will forever be like, basically plastic does not, they don't have a lifespan for plastic on earth, right? So if we go, if 10 million years from now, another civilization kind of crawls out of the water or whatever the fuck is left on earth. There will be remnants of us through plastics. At, at least they'll find something. You know what I mean? I don't know that they'll be able to make much of it. I mean, you could argue that the 10 million years from now, 
if another civilization came out of the water and found something of us. And maybe the worst thing we've ever done is plastic. And there is no oh, it is, reason sure. why another civilization would ever do that because yeah, it's so stupid and horrible. Uh, no, but, but Simon, the argument is not when we did plastic, we didn't know. I don't think we knowingly were like, this is never going to go away and we're just going to create so much of it that, you know what I mean? When you Whenever you start things, I think they always start with a noble intention and out of... I think with... You're probably right, maybe. I, I said think, most things. I think that especially with plastic and oil and things like, I think these guys knew they were doing massive damage and they just don't give a fuck, man. Do you they think don't give a fuck. Manufacturing would be a byproduct of an advanced civilization? Um, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and we were talking about ancient cities and he was saying, you know, I just don't think there were ancient cities because why would like, we live all packed in like this, but, is that the best way to live? Probably not, you know? So why do we think, but maybe their ancient cities weren't the way our cities are. They were big places, but they were meant as meeting grounds for people who lived in very small communities, you know? Mm -hmm. So everybody did their own gardening. They did their own shit. They got their own food. And then they met up for, it probably wasn't religion back then, but something, something but they all do believed the mushrooms. in. But I just to find, do the mushrooms, whatever. I, I find it very odd that we have this like, these ancient civilizations were better than us. They knew better. Why? I, I'm, maybe they did. Maybe that's what they I'm did. saying. Is like maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Sure, but I'm just saying there's probably a stronger chance if they're anything like us, which again we have no fucking idea that they probably had. They probably weren't perfect. They probably fucked a lot of shit up. And the idea that like maybe this living in cities isn't the way. There's nothing that says that you know another like sp there's other species that do this. Like look at ants. Yeah, they live fucking packed the fuck in, but they make it work totally. Matt, I'm not saying it's not I right. Know. I know. I mean, the we don't know. You but, don't know. I don't know. But I do feel like where we are right now, <laughs> we're so it's we're so jammed in, in in some places. Like I just, how does it get better from there? It doesn't. Those cities and those places progressively get worse and more jammed, and they figure out a way to pack more people in until they what like fall into the ocean. I don't know, man. What do you think you'd rather see, ancient uh, Egypt, like in its heyday, or Rome? I would well, like to see Egypt, ancient Egypt obviously. for sure. But Rome yeah. is pretty crazy. Like the, all those ruins, but when those were amazing, and they show like the uh, basements and all yeah, that stuff. A, civil, that a civilization that was built on another civilization, but they did amazing things. Like for sure, I just feel like it. Uh, it was like more debaucherous and like less lawful i don't know I, I don't really know though so because i feel like you don't even think that's an ancient civilization because that's well it's so a much more modern ancient civilization like how long ago are the romans i'm not a historian but just some of their civilization is intact maybe just because we preserved it well some people think that the roman civilization just became the catholic church and it sure never julius stopped. i think julius caesar was before christ i believe well, we'll just find out. <laughs> I, I really don't I'm know. Just, yeah. I know that Cleopatra was closer in time to us yes. than the creation of the pyramids. So Because you know. of the Joe Rogan. Well, we all know that. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just saying we know the timeline yeah. is like different. You know, we live in this tiny little sliver where... It's all within 10,000 years. You know, that's a great graphic too when they show you like us in time. We're this tiny little speck, and then the rest of the line is everything else in 3.4 billion years. You and then 15,000 years ago, there was a massive flood. 
10,000, I think. So Julius Caesar died uh, oh, well, approximately 15 March 44 BC. And he sorry, was 55 sorry, years old. Repeat that. Julius Caesar was born 12th of July 100 BC. Yeah. And he died the 15th of March 44 BC. So technically okay. he died 44 years, before, years before Christ. Okay, yeah. gotcha. If any of that is accurate. Just as a time, well, that's so, what I'm saying. I'm so 2,000 of- years ago. 2,020 years ago. And then 15,000 years ago. Sorry? 60 years ago. 2060. Just to, well, you know. Right. 15,000 years ago, ago. approximately, we have the pyramids. Sorry, repeat that? 12,000. 15, yes. I think think that the pyramids are much older than that. Yeah. I think that the pyramids would have been around at least a civilization before uh, the Egyptians. But I'm Ooh. I'm beginning to think like maybe even more than that. And they just that was a special place and they kept building upon building upon building. And the major damage they was was the Great Flood. Maybe Well, who knows? Like the most recent extinction event we've experienced. Maybe as a Matt's planet. right. And like every civilization gets to a point where no matter how they're living, they exceed their spot on the earth and then something happens to rectify it and that's just been this continuous pattern maybe we're close to that time, pandemic you know maybe there's an asteroid maybe that asteroid they're saying isn't coming anywhere close to us it's going to take a hard left you know <laughs> but that's the easiest way to get those minerals is for it to crash in earth no that is not the easiest if it way crashes into we're earth done. we're all <laughs> yeah, no the easiest way is like we were talking about last week they send those things unmanned drills they go up they drill they come back. There is no easy way to answer your question, but it hitting the earth is not the answer. But we know we can get to space and we know the minerals whoa, are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Do we, we even know space? We exists? think we can get to space. So if there is space and there are those asteroids, we know they're rife with um, the minerals we're looking for. The, the, um, what if it hits the moon? We'd be fucked. It that would we'd be fucked break still. our gravity. It would fuck up all the tides. We'd have uh, massive tsunamis ripping through the planet. Uh, I, Allegedly. I'm not a doctor. I don't know that it fucks up gravity, but it fucks up the tides. I'm pretty appears. sure it fucks up gravity. Maybe. I think it plays a role. I think everything plays a role in how perfect our gravity works. I hope that so happens. You take one thing out and all of a sudden, you know, your head gets too big. Oh my God. Speaking of, I watched the fight. In my crazy fights, part of my adventure this morning. Yeah. Where is this dude? And he had arms like this, Maddie, like this. But injected with oil? But tiny little wrist, tiny waist. Like that's all he had. And he was out there swinging like that. <laughs> but those were like, <laughs> so uh, funny. Uh, those biceps that they inject with oil. I don't know what the fuck they were. It was ridiculous. Um, so Gigantopithecus, which. Really, that to me would be like the best example of... Uh, is that Lucy? Nope. Gigantopithecus is a different thing. The moon really only has to do with the tides. No gravity. No gravity. But that still fucks shit up. Oh, no. Well, the moon's gravitational pull on the Earth is the main cause of the rise and fall of the ocean tides. That's from National Geographic. Okay, but if if an asteroid blew up the moon our gravity would stay the same. Like we would not, uh, I thought for some reason it like literally would fuck up. Gravity. No gravity has to do with the size of the earth and the speed at which it's spinning. The rotation. I'm fairly certain. Things like yeah. some sort of centrifugal force deal. Yeah. What very do we know? Very good. Anyways, very little. Back to gigantic. Very little. So the way they found out that that even existed 
which is a cool story, is they found like that piece of a tooth or a jawbone in the apothecary. apothecary in Nepal. That's out of a movie. That's right out. Well, you know that whole story. Joe's told it on his show about, um, I forget who the actor is, but he tries to smuggle the Yeti hand out of Nepal. Okay. You guys don't remember that whole story? It's well, like that was it's a like Simpsons thing, wasn't Robert, it? Yes. Robert Redford or something. It's not Robert Redford, but it's somebody you'd hear their name and be like, "Oh shit, no way!" He had something to do with that. Paul fucking like Neiman. James Cagney or uh, who's who's Cagney? Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, you dirty no. rat. I thought there was like a, whatever. It doesn't matter. James Dean. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm just naming old people that are dead. So, canine reduction. Like when our teeth start getting uh, smaller, um, they said it was a sign of uh, reduced aggression and then more monogamy amongst the species. But not like relationships. Artie was that first example of the teeth getting smaller. Because they were less aggressive in attacking each other? Yeah, I guess because when you're... When you're constantly out there trying to find a mate, you will fight anybody looking for that mate. But if everybody's coupled up, then there's, it's like when you go out to the bar, you get drunk because you're trying to pick up girls and you become aggressive in the act. But if there are no girls to pick up, maybe you don't get drunk. Interesting. I want to know about language. That's what I'm dying for Joe to have on is someone to get on here. And somehow explain the origins of language. Yeah, to me. that would be cool. I'd like that. Too, How we uh, got to Pig Latin and then Pig Latin. None of it. Here. Why you think Pig Latin was the first? Uh, well, I thought most languages are derivative. Yeah, everything's there. derived from Latin. So I assume Latin is the first. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to to, to but establish. But why are you saying Pig Latin? Ah, Latin, whatever. I uh, think just Latin. But yeah, okay. Latin. <laughs> everything is derived from Latin, Simon. So I believe, as far as I I was concerned, Latin was the first language. Toe holds along the way to where we are now. Well, I mean, With for emojis. sure there were languages before that. Maybe they I meant just like weren't. written. Okay, like fine, with, but with an alphabet. Sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. No, with because Latin uses the English alphabet. Sure, but I think before that, everything was like hieroglyphs. I don't uh-huh. think there was like Which a... Which I was just thinking we're getting back to with emojis. In a weird sort of abstract way. Well, yeah, I mean like the ancient Sumerian texts, those are all um, pictures. That's what I'm saying. Or... So I, you know, but that's what I want to know is like, how do we like... So if apes right now are starting to use tools, like if they have that orangutan using the spear and they, they last week they found a monkey in a, in a zoo using a rock as a tool. Okay. Um, so like if they're saying that's the beginning of the evolution, like at what point did they start? It's just crazy to me that language, like think about us sitting here that we're using. You're not going to like this anecdote. Oh, here we go. Aliens. No, Bigfoot. They have like the Sierra sounds. That's a very famous recording of what they think is a Bigfoot. And they Does had, it involve hitting trees with no, wood? No, 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 no. It's like vocalizations. It actually sounds like samurais talking to each other. It's really weird. It sounds like Japanese? Yeah. And they had a linguist who worked for... This is a kind of funny story. So this linguist who worked for the army, he was like retired or whatever. He was like a code breaker or something. And his son was doing like a project in school and was doing it on the Sierra Sounds. And just happened to have it playing in the house. This code breaker hears it and's like, what's this language you're listening to? 
to the son and his son tells him, you know, this is a Bigfoot recording from the Sierra mountains. And the guy's like, no, I can clearly hear like two samurais in the distance. No, but like the, this basic, I was going to say, there's two for, Japanese guys in a, in a, in like a, in a ravine somewhere having lunch. Anyways, it, it kind of goes to your idea. Of, I apologize. Uh, any Japanese that, listeners. If that was the case, that's I was joking. a really long time, right? Sure. But I'm just like, it's, it's, I don't know. I would like a linguist to come on Joe and explain how the fuck we got here. On some of my other um, conspiracy podcasts, they often will have like language people on and they'll be talking about, uh, you know, something so simple like, fuck, I'll never be able to remember, uh, like Hurricane, but this is about, this isn't a real one, but I'm just saying, Hurricane has her in it, they're always named after, blah, blah, blah. There's always like some place where it comes from, and when you look at what some of these words actually, when you break them down, you're like, holy shit, that's just so obvious. I did a really bad job at explaining that. Anyways, there's... No, but I know, okay, I think what you're getting at is, like, you find out, like, there's a lot of words in English that you just find out are, are like, two Latin words put together that mean, like, sundown or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Not even, it means something, like, way more nefarious. Sure. Okay. Wow. Like, <laughs> those are, I, I've, I think I've heard some of those. Like what, Kamar? Give me an example, because I'm having a hard time rem remembering one. It's like, uh, lunar is, like, loser and nerd. No, that's a horrible that's example. A terrible. Like, that was even worse than my example. <laughs> I, I, well, you didn't have one, so I mean, at least well, he gave it was one. Hurricane. Okay. <laughs> Hurry got her in it. and Kane Sugar, which is diabetes. Yeah. Her, it, but exactly. it, it's one of those things where they could um, retrofit their meaning to the word if they want. <laughs> right, I see what you're This saying. stands for this, this stands for this, and then the host will go, oh my God, I never realized that. It's like pedophile. Yeah. Yes, pedo, pedo meaning, meaning love, <laughs> meaning child, and file meaning lover. I love all children. <laughs> Me and my pedophile friend here. Uh, why do you think we stood up as humans? Like at one point we were on fours and then- Tall grass. To get the fruit. F I like the phallic display. It's funny. I have all those three listed there. Fruit. Blah, blah, to show off the penis. Yeah. Then that's how you ended up getting to monogamy and hence evolve, evolve, evolve. So this throws out the whole Garden of Eden thing, for sure, once and for all. What? Well, I just wonder how we get to clothing, you know what I mean? Eve ate the apple, and then we realized she was naked and told Adam, and they had to... So you, you're believe, whoa, you believe whoa, the whoa, Bible? Whoa. This is hilarious. What do you think the Garden of Eden is about? Uh, the Adam and Eve story? Oh, this story? could be fun, too. Awareness? No, no, no. Go back to the whole dress, because what is... Well, Tell you, me the story. Uh, Adam and Eve were created by God and they lived in the Garden of Eden. Okay. So far, so good. And were I mean, blissful. Kinda. Yeah, go on. And then one day, Eve was sitting on a tree and a snake came down okay. and told her to eat an apple. Yeah. And after she ate that apple, she became aware that that's why they started wearing clothing. No. I see what he's getting at. It... it but no, it wasn't about clothing. It was the no, the apple was knowledge, mm -hmm. right? Well, it isn't in their version. It's um, you're not. He told them not to eat the apple. If you eat the apple, we're kicking you out of the garden. God told them not to eat. That's the apple. correct. And the snake suggested and otherwise. And when she the snake Satan, 
said, go ahead, eat the apple, no problem. There won't be any punishment. Why can't you eat the apple? You're in Eden. She ate the apple and they kicked them both out. The alternate version of that is God said to Adam, don't eat the apple because God wants Adam and Eve stupid. Okay, He wants them living in ignorant bliss in the Garden of Eden. The snake comes down, who they have dubbed now the devil, but really the snake is the good thing and God is the bad thing in this story. And the snake says, no, go ahead, eat the apple. It's knowledge. It's going to give you hum humility and all whatever it is that the, it, you're going to get. You need to do this. Do it because then you can get the fuck out of this prison. That's the alternative. I suppose what I was getting at is you said we stood up to show off the penis. And then I was sort of saying, um, was it uh, out of comfort or vanity that we started wearing loincloths or any sort of clothes? That, like, did we all exist in a warm place so, I, so we didn't need clothes is the argument like, too that we we only stood up out of luck that the first guy was well endowed <laughs> sorry well like what if what if he had like a micro penis he never would have stood up because there's no phallic well i mean you know i mean this guy was obviously hung well enough to want us to want to stand up on two and be like hey I, mean, I, I don't know man maybe they were all just well hung back then well i'm also thinking like are you showing off to other animals like You're is that the idea to the women okay so the idea is that you show off to the women, you get your mate, she's happy with your giant cock, and she doesn't have to go looking around for other dudes. Everybody mates off, and then you don't have so much war because you're not always chasing somebody else's chick. And clothing cool. was a byproduct of migration. Well, I wonder, clothing, if it has nothing to do with like um, staying warm or beating away... You know, you, thorns you don't off want your, your dick out there because then the bugs can eat it or whatever. Maybe it was brought in when kind of a religious attitude was brought in. And when the idea of shame was brought in, that's when clothing was... Uh, I don't know, but I believe the Romans all sat around naked. Or the Greeks, maybe? Well, they wore the togas. Greeks. So I think they were like commando, but I don't think they sat around naked. But like Simon said, it was a good point. Like maybe, maybe you are like a naked tribesman living in the fucking bush and there's fucking mosquitoes yeah. everywhere. So just out of pure yeah, like well, that, that comfort, makes the most sense. someone's like, here, you got to go out and hunt. So last time you came back from hunting, you were covered in bites. We're going to wrap you up in some shit and you can let your dick hang when you get back. Yeah. We went from that to designer shoes. There you go. Because even that remote tribe wears some sort of stuff. The one that Joe's reference all the time that uh, killed the guy that was trying to molest Christmas him. Island or whatever. Yeah, thing. but it's not women wearing bras. They don't care about their tits hanging out. They just don't want well, that's beetles crawling up their snatch, you know? Yeah, I could imagine that would the suck. The open orifices. Interesting. Or the the, like your balls and your dick are, they, sh they should have some sort of like shell. Like a turtle almost. No, that's how like, look, your brain is the most um, squishy part of your body. It's covered by this giant skull to keep it safe. Your dick is just right out there in the open, especially yeah. back in those times where there were like things or was that it, could was bite it, your Was dick. it actually just hidden in a huge pubic mound? Well, maybe that was it. Maybe you're <laughs> just so thick. You never, you never showered and then it became like a beehive almost, yeah. you know? That was it. 
That Big was dreadlocks. The, was the yeah, I was just say it yeah. dreadlocked around. Yeah, you just had a head popping out. Oh, dude, that's exactly what. I'll happened. pay that. Well, but then why would to, you stand up just to show off your dreaded fucking? If you didn't have Afro a huge dick? dick, then your dick never sees the light of day. Like, oh, I get it. But if you're a grower, your dick sh- protrudes out of this massive mound of right. Okay, that's, it's this you, protective mound. You make your protection for your soft dick. Fair enough. And then okay, yeah. I mean, you still gotta be able to reproduce. Maybe it was one of those nature things, like how you see those birds living on an elephant's back. Maybe like you would sleep on your back so that birds would nest around your junk. Yeah, I mean that's kind of inconvenient when they're like you're walking around nesting on your junk. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, The bird fucking hates you. But he was saying that bipedality. Bipedality. That a word? I like that. I like it a lot. Bipedality. What whatever I would score you a lot in Scrabble. I know that is actually a really stupid thing from like an evolutionary standpoint. And your sacrifice in locomotion has a payoff in reproduction. You said that like it was a <laughs> no. It's it was just poignant. It's um like why why did we stand? We'd I mean, run faster. We would run faster on all fours. This is the point of well, you know what. Yeah, I guess. To sure. intimidate? Like, we know why we have the thumbs. We need the thumbs. Without the thumbs, you're just a monkey in a tree. To protect the hands? Why? Monkeys have thumbs? Opposable thumbs. Okay. That's everything, man. That's opening doors. That's making your precious plastic. That's your computer. Don't monkeys like, have opposable thumbs? We got off the hands to protect them. Uh, yeah, monkeys do. Do they have opposable thumbs? Yeah, I'm sure a monkey could figure out a doorknob. <laughs> I don't think that's fucking... What, what are we doing here? I don't know. Yeah, okay, maybe they do. They don't have thumbs like us, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do have they thumbs have like hands us. Like us, they can't do the same thing as we do. Are you talking about chimps? I'm talking about fucking whatever, anything. I'm pretty sure they have hands just like us. That's why. Like, look up chimp hands. Did you find this guy was a bit of a scatterbrain? Um. I, I found him annoying. Because he didn't have breadth, Kamar. Like no, as he, soon as Joe asked him something that veered technical. off a tiny little bit from like his I just uh, think he was article. I think even though he was on Skype, I think he was genuinely nervous. Like even at the end, he was like, I can't figure out why I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just he Well that, that that's the detriment of Joe's bigness. Or the everyone knows what they're on and how many people are listening. Well, I think approximately. it's approximately you know what I've I think there's people that maybe sit around hoping and waiting for Joe's call. And then there's people like this guy. Well, we know there's people trying to get on Joe's. Dave Rubin. He's been on. Yeah, twice, but he's not going back on. But I mean, just from the emails we get. Oh, my God. People trying to get on the show. Yeah. If we get if we got 1% of Joe's emails of people trying to get on, I can imagine it's Can't staggering. Imagine. And staggering. I mean, Joe at the very beginning said, this is the advantage of my podcast and me being the executive producers. I can get anyone on. So I'm glad this guy got on. I wonder if he was felt like Simon at the end of it. That it really wasn't as informative or. Oh, you mean rogue? Like if Joe felt like it wasn't as informative? No, I felt like Joe really enjoyed it. There are plenty of other animals with opposable thumbs, you idiot. Oh, Why am God. I the idiot? <laughs> What the fuck? But did you know that koalas, pandas, possums, and frogs, and many birds have opposable thumbs? There you go. An opposable thumb is just, a, it works separately from the rest of your finger. It has its own hinge. And not as important as you just implied. Oh, no, it's super important. 
if a monkey had a bigger brain and the opposable thumb, he'd be where we are. Because yeah. you can't tell someone you approve. And apparently Kamar's just like, Kamar, I think Kamar's like, why hasn't a fucking possum made a Tesla then? What's going on here? Yeah, they're just, they're not smart enough. No. Give them time. Wake up, possums. I mean, they do have a house on their back, though. It seems like they may be smarter than we are. Well, I think I've learned an important lesson that I'll never big up, I guess, based on what I think you're going to react to it. Are we done with uh, Kermit? Uh, are we uh, done with uh, Kermit? Well, it's interesting also when he was talking about one of the problems is that I think this was all in Ethiopia, and that like uh, unstable societies or unstable societies make it more difficult to find stuff out. And a lot of this stuff, ancient-wise, are in places that are less than hospitable to people going in there and just finding stuff out. Like Syria has a whole bunch yeah. of old stuff. And how many things have been broken over time? Like From bombs and whatnot. Well, from any civilization that won the war and moved in after, they would have destroyed anything that like that other civilization. The original cancer important. culture. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was cool. He, he was saying that almost all of Africa's fossil record is unknown. Meaning that like what we find is just they find this full skeleton. That's incredible. Because nothing it's ate it like or crunched up the bones or whatever. Zero 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 one percent of the fossil record. There's just so much we don't know. And who like, knows how deep it is? I mean, with the great flood, moving sediment. Who yeah. knows what's yeah two hundred well, feet under well, the I ground? I mean, that's what's cool about like. I mean, not cool, but as they burn the rainforest, they just keep coming across things that they never would have found. Unintended consequence. You know? Yeah, I'd still just rather they weren't. Of course, of course, but at least something is coming of it. Jeff Bezos, you're using that name. Step up. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that never dawned on me. I, I just it just dawned on me that Jeff Bezos could probably go to Brazil, the country, and be like, "What amount of money do you want for me to save the rainforest?" Because like they're just doing it for monetary purposes, obviously. Well, I, I think a lot of it is actually, unfortunately, survival. People burn the rainforest to make coal. Like it's not just. Yeah, but a lot of it, like Bolsonaro said, he's he has no problem cutting the whole thing down. So I was just wondering if Jeff Bezos went in and was like, if I give you guys five billion dollars, which is nothing to him, could I save the rainforest? Well, he should. He, if I mean, if anyone has a responsibility, yeah, he's not going to. Are you done, Simon? Are uh, we done here? No, just two more things. Okay. One is it was cool. So. Um, the floriensis thing that's the tiny Homo little floriensis yeah, yeah. it i read sapien it was around like they think up to fifteen thousand years ago so by that then you would have had man living at the same time as this little hobbit thing yeah as well as there was one island in the world that would have still had actually more at that time i'm sure that would have still had woolly mammoths on it Think about what a world it was, you know? Like, you you literally had Lord of the Rings. That's what was going I'd on. I'd love to see a saber-toothed tiger. And I thought of a cool idea for a... Yes, that would be very neat. I, I, I think that was... So you would fully go to Jurassic Park? Well, I've all Having not said, seen the movies. I've always said I'd like just to go back to the Old West, but, I mean, when you get someone talking about these things, you go, wow, that would be cool. If, if you could, I mean... So you would go to both... You would go to both of Michael Crichton's parks. Well, hopefully that's still possible. X Factor. X Factor, there you go. Maybe this is one of Michael Crichton's parks, according to me. The simulation? Ah, let's not go there. It hurts my brain. The ranch. 
<laughs> so here's my idea for a movie screenplay. Okay. Okay. You got. Was this your last note for from this Kermit? This my last note. Okay. Um, old times, real old, like 20, 30, 40, 100,000 years ago. I don't know when these fucking Denisovans and them were around. All these different races living at the same time across the world. Some, right now there's different races. You mean different species. Well, it was kind of different races of, yeah, but, you know, Denisovan looked like a... Looked like a caveman, I'm just saying. Looked like a caveman where Floriensis was a little hobbit and this one looked like an elf and that one looked like a this. They all had their own characteristics. That was more what I was getting. Um, some of them lived quite close to each other. Like Denisovan would have been kind of like Russia, Ural, the steppe all through there. But maybe um, Homo Neanderthal was like, right next door in like China. And you know what I'm saying? Some of them were pretty close. And we know this because there was intermingling between them. So you have like a love story, uh, Denisovan. Uh, it's like a Romeo and Juliet in prehistoric times. And it's what leads to the making of human, human man. Have you seen Quest for Fire? I have, yeah. You enjoyed it? I, it was so long ago, I can't, uh, I think I enjoyed it. I mean, that's what it's about, caveman. Yeah, but do they fall in love with a different caveman species? Hmm. No, they don't. So is it like a Romeo and Juliet? Like, as there is the one dad, like, you're not dating that fucking Denisovan boy. You got it. Okay. But then meanwhile, you got to add the Hollywood. The best friend is the nerdy little Florensis. Yeah. You know? Okay. And then maybe like there's a Neanderthal man who, or no, what's another one? I don't even know. Another race. He comes from the South and he's like the cool kid in school. And maybe like Juliet likes him for a second. Maybe there's a triangle, like kind of like um, the stupid one with the vampire and the werewolf there and the sad girl. Twilight. Yeah. I think with more knowledge, it'd be cool if someone did a Quest for Fire type movie now. Yeah. That would be uh, I mean, I can't cool. remember if it, if it was low quality, but it's pretty easy. Well, they did. No tech. They did that um, Mel Gibson one, which I never saw, which I'd love to watch. Yeah. And then I watched this one the other day that was called Alpha, maybe? Something where it's the story of like this prehistoric guy and he gets like a wolf. And it's how we get dogs. Oh, yeah. I forget the name of it. Did you see the one where they find the uh, Iceman frozen in the ice? Encino Man. Man. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> That's a comedy. This one's called, uh, I don't know if it's Iceman, but they find a, he's encapsulated in ice and then they thaw him and then he comes alive but just freaks out because of technology and everything and it's quite traumatic for him that's encino man no is it tim robbins nope anyway can we rate this then if we're done with uh, kermit we're already an hour in so let's fucking let's, yeah let's my last quote my last here. note was why is he named kermit that was my first note simon you want to rate it first since we thought this was going to be your I'm going to give this one a two and a half. Uh, I'll give it a two. And I also want to say this, like what I really got from this guy is that we more likely than not, given some sort of X factor technology, we more likely than not will never ever figure out what this guy, like we'll never really figure it out. We'll never piece it all together. How we came to be here 
No, there's just not enough of the record. That's what I'm saying. You have to take too many jumps. You yeah. have to too make many too many assumptions. Yeah. And that's why like people arguing over it, like the I just don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Where you're like constantly like, I, you know, I hope Graham Hancock's right. And I hope, but here was, this is what, can you rate it first, Kamar, before I go on this? Two and a half. Two and a half. Fine. Thank you. I wanted to say this to you is like, let's say 10 years from now, it's proven like beyond most reasonable doubts that Graham Hancock is correct, right? Like that you have to realize that a hundred years, 50 years down the line, he will then be proven incorrect by someone else, right? And that like what Graham Hancock thinks will become like, the sheep following maybe yeah well no but it has to be the right? same way like we thought einstein was right about everything and now we don't even know gravity could be anything right that's what you're saying no that's absolutely not what i'm saying so what is einstein wrong about i don't know what he's wrong about i just you know it, no it, no well you said it. everything so. einstein said all of these guys all these physicists there all of these things are based on rules that have been established by man what does that mean? Okay, but Einstein, for example, like he knew something was in space. Like he calculated that it was going to be in this spot. And when they finally pointed a telescope there, it was there. So like it's, I don't know what you mean by like man has, they use math and science and shit to figure that out. And you shake your head. Well, just, you know, when they talk about like uh, quantum physics and things like that, you just, that's how the universe works. But I mean... Who knows, fuck. Listen, having listened back to our moon debate, I have to say that the reason none of us understand any of this is because we're fucking morons. And morons. what I've realized is that the gap of smart in the world is so fucking big. Like, even if you, we we have a scale, IQ, right? And like, if you put the lowest IQ person against the smartest IQ, the number is not like a discrepancy where you'd be like, oh, wow. But maybe we're smart and we just don't know anything. Well, it's like, what do you, I don't understand what you're like, saying. Like, what do you think the highest IQ in the world is? I think it's like 200 and, or 190. Yeah, there you go. Like what do you think the lowest? Probably like zero. 40. I don't know. No, I don't think zero. I would like. If you're like brain dead, I assume you're. Okay, fine. But like, <laughs> fine. Uh, I'm talking about people walking around. I don't know if you can write functional, your name. If 80? You, if you don't read. Sure. Like, like, okay, let's say 80, right? Let's just say let's, that. Let's just say. So that's 100 points. I mean. Just on the scale of like, like if I was well, like, oh, I'm a hundred points smarter than you. Like, I don't know. That doesn't sound like well, a lot, if, but if each point is like, you know, that's what I'm saying is I'm starting to realize that each point is a fucking shit ton. I think smart is subjective, Maddie. I think it's all like you could be smart, but don't read anything. and You don't apply yourself. I, there are so many, there's so much going on out there. There, I just think it's arrogant to like, think we know anything about anything. We know less. Things change than all the know. time. Just like you said, Graham Hancock may be right in 10 years and then he'll be wrong in 30 because we'll find out something new because we really don't know anything about anything. Yeah, but there are things we know about. So, I mean, kind of. There are kind of things we know about. Okay. Just to put a bow in it, it was called Iceman. It came in 1984 and it was Timothy Hutton. Mm. Well, that's why no one knew about it. No. I hope that's not I'm the sorry. movie game. Let's move on. Next episode. 1568. I don't know. Come on. 1562. Dave Smith. Now, can I just say, uh, when I talk about politics, in my head, I think I sound measured and thoughtful like Dave Smith. I know that's not the case because I've listened to some of our podcasts. Yeah. But in my head, 
it's his reason and that I think I'm coming with, just just for the record. But he's not a Trump fan. That's where you get lost. Like, if no. you came with your... Here, if you came with your shit, but was like, Trump's a piece of crap, I've said I think that. people I've said would that. give you more I've, I've credibility. I've too many times. You don't listen to it. Six months from now, you realize. But I'm just saying... Am I wrong here? Like, I'm he's, telling you, I'm trying to give you a compliment. He's not a massive Trump fan as a person, but he sort of echoes the same thing as why Trump might not be as bad as people yeah, say. Yeah, he said some of his policies are okay. You like him as a human being. No, I, I, I have nothing against him as a human being. Can I ask a question, though? Yeah. Policies, like, I was always under the impression that policies were made by, like, a, a conglomerate of people, not just... A think tank. Yes, I, I never... Even the best policies, I never pinned on one person. You know what I mean? I was never like, oh, this guy's the fucking... I mean, it's difficult to go through all of them. Like, everyone just blames everything on Obama or whatever. But yeah, it's, there it's are, obviously a group of people. There are lots of people out there who um, hate Trump so much that they can't even say that he has good policies, right? Like, that; those words cannot be this in the same sentence because they're oxymorons as far as they're concerned. I'm sure he had some good policies. I'm also going to say, though, that think tank behind his good policies are also behind his bad ones. So I, you, I don't give Trump credit for all of his bad policies either. But I, I, I fail to see like a, a mass of bad policies that he's enacted since he's been in president. But the th here's and, my, and maybe we'll only know. He years said from now. he was going to do some things that he didn't do. That if I was a voter, I would have been like. You said you were bringing down all these fucking pe pedos. Where are they? You know. Well, that's that's the biggest thing. You that, said you were going to pull out of all these wars, and yet we're still fighting. Well, in, we uh, know that the problem is there. There's just an article that um, apparently the military lied to him about how many troops are in Syria. I mean, he, he, there's definitely a battle between the industrial military complex and maybe I mean, all presidents. That is yeah. true. That he is like the only sec he's the second president to ever say to those say words. those words well at least recorded yeah to the people yeah yeah i'm yeah. just saying oh yeah well there's a difference between saying them and but yes i well, agree i'm sure lots of presidents have said it just <laughs> i'm a part of the military industrial <laughs> complex I'm sure biden has it on his business card he's a tramp stamp oh. tattoo card carrying member for sure um yeah i don't listen i don't know and all i was saying last week Whatever, I shouldn't even be justifying this. But all I was saying is that both sides are capable of doing really shady shit. And to think that if you're like a, a Dem or a Republican, if you think that your side isn't out there like actively doing shady stuff, you're that's crazy. But it would appear there's three sides. Okay. There's the Dems, the Republicans, and then there's the military industrial complex. Right. But I think that yeah, but you could argue, you could also argue then there's Wall Street. You know what I mean? Like there's anything where there's huge money is technically uh, yeah, its own you, little. You could argue that because both the Demo Democrats and the Republicans are beholden to Wall Street. Yes, that's my point. Is anything where there's huge money where they don't ever go after them properly? That's and, a problem. And you can and money a, is funneled into it. You Sorry. can be a Democrat who wants war. I think it depends on who the president is, right? Well, again, don't forget all, all the, the Democrats don't forget war. all the Democrats voted to go to Iraq other than like a, a handful. You know what I mean? Well, no, but the idea was that Trump was or sorry, I meant Republican. Um, George Bush was Republican, went to war. Right. But the idea was that Trump was coming in and he was not the the 
the politician you knew and he wasn't going to fight in any more wars and he was going to pull us pull you out of Yemen and pull you out of wherever the fuck you were, you know? And maybe he tried and he's roadblocked everywhere he goes because they're like, no, this is... Well, but then why isn't he saying that? Like, he's not afraid to say anything. They quoted him saying that in the interview with the guy. Here's the weird thing that Joe keeps saying that I that I think about often is like, what if they pull you in a room and you become president? They show you what's really up. And then I thought about it. I was like, who is... This is what really concerns me is, who is that they that's showing you what is really up? The shadow government. Yeah, and like, what the are Davis you... Davos group. <laughs> the guys who last... Um, through no, but I'm just saying, like, it's obviously the CIA that comes in and is like, well, we're going to give you the, the raw deal and everything. But, like, I mean, even given what we know about deep fakes now, the CIA could just deep fake the shit out of a pre- especially a president like Donald Trump, well, they could well, show him anything looking bad. Well, the point is, they're non elected officials, yeah, they're not chosen to be there, so you don't know who they are necessarily. No, they're listen, not household names. That's I agree sure. with Dan Smith. Like, if you think the next four years of Biden and Kamala Harris is Dave Smith. Sorry, Dave Smith. What do I call him? Dan? Yeah, My bad. Sorry, I just Dave thought that was someone else. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I like. I don't think the next four years is just going to be peachy because those two fucking morons are in power. I, th- I think it's going to be a rude awakening a year from now when people realize that not a damn thing changed. Well, I agree with you. I'm just saying, uh, listen, I didn't want Trump. I don't want Trump to be president. I don't think it's going to be any. I haven't fooled myself into believing that things are going to get better with Biden and Harris. She's terrible. She's She's awful. If he did try his best to stay out of wars, though, just say if he did. Who, Biden or Trump? Or Trump. Yeah, okay. If that's the one thing that you can say, well, he said he was going to try to stop wars. He didn't pull out as much as he did. He kept the wars going that were already going, but he didn't start anything new when he did have opportunities. I think that's a plus for him, despite his personality flaws. The biggest thing that... Uh, I mean, you could argue that he nearly started a war with China Well, he a definitely times. had a chance to go to war with Iran. The well, didn't didn't flag, they just assassinate the their, false their big flag general? Was there? Everything was there. It was all ready. They had the carrot for me. Didn't take it. Anyways, I just I want to give him credit for that, and maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But the biggest thing in this podcast that Dave opened my eyes to was how corporations are complying to all this, you know, surface social justice warrior stuff. You know what I mean? Like the banks are like, yeah, sure, we'll respect genders. Yeah, sure, we'll do all this while we still rape and pillage the planet. Like they're, it's like a bait and switch. No, you're, you're getting it. What he's saying is it's easier. It's an easier distraction for them to get behind those things so that they continue, can continue their terrible business practices, fucking over all the groups that they're simultaneously being like, no, no, it's good. We're here to help. We're here to help. Where these groups should be protesting them and stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because one thing I've noticed now is, you know, when people uh, will post videos like this. Like, <laughs> you notice people will post videos like this. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, I, well, I'm again, sorry, I'm not on social media. What's, I'm not on TikTok or anything. Okay, so, so I will really... uh, show a picture of Trump saying something completely stupid and they'll be like this. And that just, they don't even have to say their point. Mm-hmm. Well, now a lot of lefties are posting a video of a big general doing this speech about not beholden to presidents and we're here for the Constitution and the safety of the public. You know what I mean? But the left should never be in support of the military. Like saying, look, even the military thinks Trump should, should go. They should always be opposed to them if they were who they think they are. The bears are who they thought we were. 
Well, I mean, they're not opposed to the military. They're opposed to the military going and fighting willy-nilly wars for oil and shit. The problem with when the wars start, they all, the media, like uh, Dave was saying in this podcast, and everyone can just all of a sudden hide behind the troops. You know what I mean? Second the war starts, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, we have to support the troops. Well, no, the point he was really making was that they pass horseshit bills where they have a ton of shit tacked on and they name them stuff where you would be a total asshole to vote against it. Like, for example, the reason that poker, and they just changed it because of COVID, but the reason poker got outlawed in the States online was because they tacked it onto a bill called the Safer Ports Act. It was, after, it was after 9-11. They wanted to fucking tighten up the safety at ports, which again, you'd be a fucking asshole to vote against, right? And it got unanimously pushed through. And at the very last second, they threw on online gambling but not all online gambling like you could still bet on horses and there were certain like sports books that were still good you know what i mean so like he was saying what was the one they they, they talked about you know the patriot act i mean that's the obvious one like who votes against patriotism obviously be a fucking dickhead pork bellies yeah so it's you know i agree with joe they should just be numbers don't fucking name it some fucking the soft puppy who loves you act. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I vote, I vote, I vote that down. <laughs> or even, I think it was Fox News that called it Obamacare. It's actually called the Affordable Care Act. And that's it. And then it stuck. And, and Obamacare, you Obamacare and there you anyone go. Anyone does like Obama is, can't even look at it or think about it. Yeah. Like Dave Rubin, for example, speaking of, he was he was trashing Obamacare and he was asked then in a follow-up question, well, what what would you do? Like, what what, what would your be your ultimate Solution. healthcare? Yeah. And... He said Obamacare without saying it. Like he described Obamacare and I, it's just amazing to me. It's like, well, the labeling is detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. I just, again, when, when it comes to important bills passing through Congress, I, they can't have names that they're, they're, they're like tabloids. It's insane. I mean, the whole, th I don't know this for a fact, but I, I think the whole thing is so corrupt anyways. Like, does it even really matter what it's named? Well, it, I, I mean, it does, but it also, you're right. Listen, the fact it's that propaganda. They, they push bills through that are like 4,000 pages long and they'll do it in the middle of the night. Like and what? you literally, Sorry. well, I just, have you ever read 4,000 pages? No. Why was that poker thing? Like, what was the reasoning? What did they think that people were going to funnel money in to support terrorism? What, what, what? I mean, again, that could have been the, the last minute thing that they threw it in. Or but maybe, that's, if you look into no, it, but why did they? That was maybe because like, it's so new they weren't able to tax it. No, they don't want to miss out. I'll yeah, look, here, somebody I'll look into it. Somebody was going to lose money there. That's why they stopped these things, right? Like big oil or pharma or somebody was. No, or someone, to, or maybe someone's pockets didn't get lined. Yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe someone went to Poker Stars and was like, hey, this is gonna the cost, cost of doing business is this much. And Poker Stars was like, we're not paying that. And they were like, well, if you don't, I guarantee you a bill yeah. will stop you from fucking. Yeah. I'm going to look into it. So then. Prince Andrew, you know, accused of uh, Epstein. Uh, well, sort of in that interview, they talked about expose him being involved with Epstein. Oh, and and the videos with that girl. Like, come on. Um, anyways, he's back on active duty. Prince duty. There, he, the queen sent him away for 45 days or whatever it was. He he's, served his time. He's back. It is interesting, though, that Harry, the redhead. Harry? Mm -hmm. Harry. So he's, he, him and Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle, whatever mm -hmm. her name is, they now live in the States. They were in Canada for a while, but they have like cut themselves Persona off from the Grata. royal family. They're saying like the back, back story is that the royal family is racist and she is I've of heard this. half color. 
I think he they want to distance themselves from the madness. I think I is, think she hates know? the uh, microscope that's over her life. Well, it's I think there is so much um, like grossness that goes along. Obviously, look at fucking Andrew. The like, scrutiny. They just do it. No, not scrutiny. They just do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, there's so much like baggage that that is involved in that royal family. Joe sort of shot on them, but I think him and his brother are both pilots and served in the military. Well, I know that Harry missions. actually served on the front lines. I don't know if uh, Andrew did. Or Andrew? Um, William. But I think they're a little more competent in the Joe game. Credit yeah, for. yeah, no, for sure. Not that I'm a Mike Baker defending but, the royal family. But I don't know if Andrew was. That's who they were originally making fun oh, of. Oh, well, he married Sarah Ferguson. He, I think he's a bit of a boob. Oh, I think he's a he's total a disappointment boob, of the family. But he seems like a Charles, you know, like uh, he's. The, I don't know. This is super interesting. Go on. So it literally was passed. It's called the Safe Port Act, and they tacked this on at the end. It's called the Internet Gambling Bill, and I have a quote here. So the act was passed on the last day before Congress adjourned for the 2006 election, according to Senator Frank Lautenberg, a Democrat from New Jersey, no one on the Senate House Conference Committee had seen the final language of the bill before it was passed. The Economist had written that these provisions were hastily tacked on at the end of unrelated legislation. <coughs> and the guy that pushed it through was um, the former chair House of the Banking Committee. And the president at the time was George it Bush. was George Bush. So... So it's Republicans and Democrats fucking everyone So over. the president at the time was uh, Cheney. Yeah. Yep. And someone with the banks had a... And this is the craziest thing, too. Listen to this. This is fucking wild. This is... This and is, someone wasn't getting their grease palmed. That's what oh, I said. Palm grease. Ah, whatever. The act specifically excludes fantasy sports that meet certain requirements, skill games, and legal inter intrastate and intra intertribal gaming the law does not express expressly mention state lotteries nor does it clarify whether interstate wagering on horse racing is is legal so they left open like all this other online gambling but specifically well, of course they're not fucking with lotteries they make so much well, money they run that, that shit, shit of course that fucking racket where every you know couple of months they throw in some patsy with a check and everybody's like, oh, I'm going to win. But isn't it interesting too, if you think about it, like like I was talking to Mary. Mary didn't know because uh, she went to buy a car this week and she's like, fuck, the financing is like 6%. That seems high. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely high. And I was like, but your credit card is 22%. She was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, that's the interest on your credit card. It's around 22%. She was like, what are you, nuts? And I was like, no, I'm telling you, that's what it is. And then I thought about it and I, I explained to her, I was like, you got to realize the mob used to run that. That was loan sharking. And the government was like, no, no. We're going to do this. We're, yeah, that's what I'm And we're going to charge you more. Yeah, we're, we're not going to break anyone's legs. No one's legs are going to get broken ever. Jail. And I think it's like between 18 and 24. What do you mean? That's what the interest on credit cards is. Oh, I th you uh, get some, you get, some you can get with 12, I believe, if you're like a super lucky. But the point is, it's very high. And she didn't know that. And, and then I thought about the lottery, Simon. Like, again, the mob running numbers at a local level. Mm -hmm. And the government was like, whoa. Hold on here. We're going to run this. Yeah. Yeah. And now they fucking, yeah. It's, it was pretty much like the drug trade too. Yeah. Hey, you guys are making a lot yeah, of money. Hey, we We're got this. Take yeah. this. 
Um, so Joe wants to buy Epstein's house in uh, NYC. Mm-hmm. Open up a comedy club, I assume. So obviously he's getting uh, more like than that. $100 million. He also dollars. wanted to buy um, or went to look at Joan Benet Ramsey's house. So Joe's Well, just, no, he said he was there and they saw it. sick fuck. <laughs> um, Kamar. Mm. I got to ask a question. Sure. If you found your dream home and it was like an eighth of the price it should be, but you found out that a little girl was massacred there. Actually, wait, we don't even know that she was massacred there. Let's let's keep that in mind too, right? Oh, it's alleged. It, we're talking about Joan Benet. No, we're talking. No, I'm saying like you find your dream home in Ottawa, yeah, and then you find out that there's a a, a horrific potential backstory. Do you buy the home? It depends on what the backstory is. It depends on what the deal is. Were people murdered? <laughs> were people murdered in the house? So the backstory is that potentially, allegedly, a little girl was most likely murdered there. Yeah, young girl. Yeah. I, I think if you have to, you have to believe in ghosts and apparitions and no, hauntings. I don't buy it. I don't. I let it. You go. don't buy it. Okay. I let it go. But Simon, have you heard the conspiracy that Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey? Yeah. Okay. It's if silly. if you believe in that, couldn't you also believe in some sort of technique to? Rid. Bless the house or do something fun like that. It, just cleanse it, it with sage. Smudge the shit out of the <laughs> Mostly it would be just in my head. So like exactly. no matter how much smudging you do, you're just always going to hear this little girl crying or I don't know. Just wash it with holy water. I don't know. But like I said, it depends on what it was. If it was just like a couple of guys got murdered in the living room, no problem. That's weird. But little kids, you know. No, I'm just joking. Any Better sort of energy. murder in the house would be like depends on the off, discount. Off-putting. Depends on the discount. I'd love to be a homeowner, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> at what cost? Uh, at least you're honest, Kamar. Sorry, Simon. I cut you off uh, rudely there. Well, I, I was just going to say, Kamar might uh, be on a blacklist now, a Trump blacklist. Anyone who supported him? Yeah, just boom. Isn't it crazy that they call people Nazis and they're doing it's, Nazi yeah. everything? It's all, yeah. it's all so backwards, Kamar. And and they seem like the fascists. Like you can't say this. This can't happen. Like, but but the left does not see it that way. No, but it's like they know they have good intentions, but they can't see. And as we, we talked about with the John Ronson and the uh, Philip DeFranco on the Patreon coming out in the upcoming weeks, uh, like they, they have good intentions, but what, the way they're going about and stuff is, is not constructive or productive. This was, I thought, the most um, poignant thing that Dave said. You know, Dave. Smith, Dave Smith. The guy we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan. <laughs> he said, uh, the real story is why Trump was elected in the first place. The first time, right? Like everybody wanted something different and they were just willing to give this reality TV star a chance because they were so sick. Which should have been a message to politicians in Washington already. But now in order to get Trump out, it's just status quo. That's like if it That's was moved the- if it was anybody but Biden, Tulsi, Bernie, like anybody who you Legitimately would be legitimate felt excitement. like it wasn't going to go back to exactly the way it was. You would be able to get behind. I, I yeah, think, but oh, in the end, when you find out that Bernie supported I mean, Biden, in the also, end, it's you know, it's also, do you really think it was going to be different now? Well, well, no matter what, Bernie, Tulsi, Andrew Yang. They would have all been different than Biden. Yeah, I think they. But would again, have. but to hear that Yang drops out and then endorses Biden as opposed to yeah, fucking I, I Bernie know. is like, 
what is going on here? Like it's uh, it's all gross for sure. And I then, think they're just trying to end up with jobs after. Right? And I think the Republicans at the end of the day don't look great either. Listen, in 2016, both parties look awful. If this is the best you have, you guys, you you came up so fucking short. So well, I think both sides should have, both sorry. sides should be absolutely ashamed. Sorry. Who would it have been if it wasn't Trump? Like who did Trump go Jeb up? Bush. That, this is what I'm asking. Like who, it wasn't, um, was it Biden? No, no, sorry. Uh, it was it. Uh, oh, I think it was Jeb Bush. Ted Mitt Cruz, Jeb Cruz, Bush. Jeb. I don't. Oh, know. Mitt Romney was, was in there. Yeah, uh, Marco Rubio, just the usual players. No one, no one. All of them are just as lame as all the Democrats. Well, no, I, that's not because I like Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard. <laughs> I liked Bernie Sanders, even though he's a bit of a bitch. <laughs> But what I was trying to say is, and they said it, and they answered the question, if maybe somehow, some way, Trump wasn't so inflammatory, was more presidential, could he have pulled it off? Even though, as they said, that's not him. He's not going to do that. Like, you know what I mean? He's the narcissist that we discussed he was. Hold on. First of all, yeah. If he, if he wasn't all that, he could have. Listen, it's, this race was so close that if he just wasn't any of those things, he would have won again handily, for sure. Yeah, and then um, well, I was also going to say, Kamar, is you we've realized this recently from doing this for two years. Is you can't judge a president during the time of their presidency. It usually takes like four yeah, years on. to be like, oh, this is actually what happened. You know what Sometimes I mean? Sometimes Obama eight killed years. that. That's what I'm saying. Is it takes a while to really uncover all the fucking dead bodies. But but the other point I wanted to make Good is point, Matt. they just didn't want Trump. Because if you look at all the other races, the Senate didn't lose anything. Nope. The uh, House actually gained seats. Yep. Like If he had been just somebody else <laughs> or a little less inflammatory, he probably wins. But like he couldn't not be himself. Trump is who we thought he was. And that was enough to win some support, but not enough support. You know? I also don't think people realize how bad that is for the country when there's a Democratic president and then everything else is controlled by the republicans nothing gets done nothing well, it's well, four years of taxpayer money going exactly to so nothing. all these celebrations in the streets and hoopla is oh, going to be like what the hell yeah. i thought we had change that's why i'm not you haven't seen me celebrating shit well you're a canadian so you wouldn't celebrate shit no but i mean listen i i thought trump should go i don't even think it's done yet first of all so. I, I i i really think it is but well, I, I mean, he's having a lot of trouble for sure. As they, well, the fact that it's Rudy Giuliani who now spearheading the thing. I'm like, well, listen, if it here? got into the courts and all of a sudden it went Trump's way because of some technicality, that's certainly not out of the, like, it's so corrupt. But apparently, no, no, but they're, Simon, right now there's lawyers. All the lawyers are backing out because they're like, I, this is ethically, I can't do this. And, I can't and take apparently this case. cases are getting dismissed. I, I, yeah, I think it's, right I think center, it's yeah. he's putting up his, his brave fight in his eyes. And he's ready to start TNN. Pretty sure it's a done deal. Especially now that Fox has lost all credibility. Like, that is insane. But even though I wanted Trump to win or Kanye, um, as Dave said, to see all the people happy that he lost, it didn't bother me until the vitriol of the lists and the suck you guys puke i was happy to see all those people happy for the first time in four years like i don't want anyone to be unha unhappy or suffer I, I i don't that doesn't do anything for me yeah but you got to realize there's 49 percent of the states that are angry and suffering right now i know and remember i said they didn't march and then they marched <laughs> did you see that <laughs> of yesterday course, yeah obviously they're gonna march but there's major violence at night there's always major violence at night 
Well, no, when the when the million women marched uh, after the march, uh, proud boys didn't come in and beat the shit out of them. That's because the women of all the women. <laughs> well, they are proud that, boys. That's so what I wouldn't they would have them. to do. I just thought it was a is a peaceful protest for the most part, and then I guess at night it shit went awry. I mean, again, though, agent provocateurs they exist. We don't know. You don't know. We don't know. Are you defending the Proud Boys? No, I'm talking about the fucking. I'm talking about people that were. Ang- Listen, you're allowed to go out. Well, and- no, because it wouldn't be hard. Like you just throw on a fucking hula shirt, you go out there, and you start trouble. Like that's what an agent provocateur would do. Uh, but if they were Fred Perry, Simon, they were Fred Perry. I'm done telling you this. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, what it's, they it's wear. symbolic. But I saw somebody s- wears Hawaiian shirts. Someone today posted a picture of a Proud Boy initiation. Oh, that's uh, sorry. Go on. Someone. Posted a Proud Boy initiation today from the left as a pejorative action. And it was just a bunch of guys like, you know, not not beating the shit out of them. Like the beats. You, you assume in a, in a the gang beats. beat in. But, the beats. Yeah. But, like you get in high school. But no, it, it wasn't disturbing. And they're like, look at these clowns. And I want to know, are they super dangerous? Because someone emailed in and thinks they're a real threat. And uh, I think they're just a bunch of clowns like... Young guys without identity wanted to be something. I, I just, I still don't see them as a threat, and I don't, I think the media makes way more out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Kamar, that's a dangerous... But they're just the same I, threat as Antifa. I'm not, I'm not saying they're this, and Antifa is this also. I'm not saying they're this yet, but this is how the Nazis started. It was just a small movement that people were like, there's no need to pay attention to them. It's just a bunch of knuckleheads. And then next thing you know, it's not knuckleheads. And I'm just saying, Antifa is the same thing. It can start off as this innocuous, oh, it's just people meeting up trying to fucking stop fascism. And next thing you know, there's fucking violence in the streets. The Boogaloo Boys are the guys who wear yes, the... Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, I was like, Fred, Fred Perry is the official... Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't care. I'm not... I, I just... I knew it was some shirt. That's yeah. my point. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the they're both both of those. They're both dangerous. I think I truly do. Something Kamar. detrimental. The difference is, um, I just think that Antifa had a huge head start on the. Again, they can both end up being horrible. No, I'll That's, tell you what the difference is: that the Proud Boys didn't start as any sort of political movement. Well, this is what I mean. So the other one had a head. Yeah, start. the other one started specifically they're, like we're in. They're pol- way more organized. They're. Across a bigger specter of the United States. Again, they're both shitty. It'll be interesting it's, when it, Biden becomes president. It's insane that the Proud Boys started in something like that we actually want. You know what I mean? Like it's. You can see the lineage. You can see it. It was right there. It's, well, it's crazy it's that crazy. technically it was born here. Well, only because he's from well, Ottawa. But still, I'm but just, where did the show take? You're place? welcome, world. But um, <laughs> Kumar. no, but just if if uh, Biden becomes president and Antifa continues, or is their job done? Because I don't know if they were their mission statement was just to get rid of Trump. No, they they were around before Trump. Antifa was around before Trump. This is not a new thing. I can't go that far back to remember it. I seen it. I, I, I after. think Matt is right. I just. I think they started coming out when there was like somebody to fight, you know, but I also, I, what I really liked, I think the most poignant thing Dave Smith said was, and someone said it to him. So it's third hand now, but, um, don't, don't call this thing. Black lives matter. Call it accountability for bad cops. Call it what it, again, it's like naming, it's like naming these bills thing. Like just call it what it is. 
I don't care about the color. Because you can have more people get behind it. Yeah, I don't care about the color of the skin that the cop is killing. I truly don't. I don't want cops killing anyone, anyone, unless it's act, unless it's 100% justified. And I truly believe those are few and far between. And this argument that cops have a dangerous job, I read an article yesterday. Uh, for the fourth year straight, more retail workers were killed at work than cops. I don't think it's totally a dangerous job it's just a shitty job when you talk about car accidents sure suicide but what did i just say retail is a terrible job too and more retail workers were killed four years straight than cops and we don't if a retail worker went in and killed someone that would be obscene but if, if retail workers once a week had to find a dead co-worker at work i get it yeah i mean you know it'd be a much worse job I, that that's where i feel for cops because my uncle was a police officer but you realize someone works at the coroner's office too right the coroner's office, yeah. I, I, I think uh, like people who work in uh, morgues. I, that's um, a, yeah, another good example. Funeral homes, like there's a certain. I remember a girl who was working to become a coroner. Yeah, but that's my point. Is like you know, she went into that and she sees horrific shit all the time, and it weighs on her for sure. But we don't. No, what I was going to say is I, I missed think the a, first part of this. Are you comparing a sales clerk to a police officer? No, what I said was that killed. what I said was for four years straight now, more retail workers have been killed at work than police officers. Yet we only talk about the fact that well, cops get killed all the time, so they have hair hair triggers and they have reason to be afraid. If you're a Walmart employee, you're more likely to be killed at work than a cop. So, what are, my my question is like, you know, we need to start. Well, I mean, Listen, where where are those murders taking place? Are Simon, they WalMarts or are they like? bodegas you know what i mean like but you're not considered a retail worker if you were in a bodega it's walmarts for the most part people are getting killed in walmarts employees yes by other employees by other employees. no no i'm just no, saying you not, know when no. people go postal simon either way my point was just to dave's point is if cops are killing people we should all be behind this it shouldn't be black lives matter it should be Cops are killing innocent people. Even if they're not innocent, cops shouldn't be killing you. It's the same thing as those bills. It's just the, the label alienates more people than it brings in. I agree. And it is a just cause. And this is a just cause. This is something we should all be behind. It's, it's surprising, though, under the duress they're allegedly under, that more cops don't go postal. Well, they were not, they're not going to kill each other. It's like a super fraternity. No they, no, they end up killing themselves, but I guess the post office isn't as tight-knit. But that hasn't happened in a while. I mean, that's more of a... Well, how many cops, like, I don't know, murder their wife or something? Oh, I, I think the numbers are shocking. But I bet I bet it's the same. I bet you could find comparable numbers in firefighters. There's a lot of alcoholism in firefighters and I bet cops you the and, difference is that the cops have a gun. Yeah. Well, in the States, everyone has a gun. Yeah. So it's a I tough, mean, it's just, tough argument. It's, yeah. I, I get it. They carry it for work. I understand what you're saying. I mean, that's the other problem is the, you know... No one wants to talk about, but the U.S. has a, a gun problem. We've talked about it. Yeah. It's a freedom problem. Freedom is more important than anything to them. Yeah. And it may not be a problem. It's just their cultural I get it, yeah. Makeup. And I mean, again, they, they are more... They do this mask stuff. and everything. They are more free than us, but I've never, I've never in my life living in Canada felt like I wasn't free. Does that make sense? Have you ever felt like you weren't free? Other than when we heard Mike Ward... It's just our cultural differences are so... I get it. I know. You know how we're like more polite? When I used to travel, everyone said, Canadians not, are great. Though. Well, not if you try to sell cable to people. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but it's like uh, people say, if you go traveling, the Canadians are much more polite or nice and Americans are more boisterous or whatever. It's always generalizations, but they're just... It's their brand. 
I just find I, hate it. I just find that just to not I, I just don't I don't know that that's true. Like I've been to a lot of places in the States. I've met so many nice people. Oh no. I've never been bummed out on Americans like for finding their behavior. Well, no, I'll say this. Atrocious. I, I found Americans to be terrible people, but the same amount, like I could walk down the street and find you the same equal amount of terrible people in Canada. Uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with American or Canadian. No. People are just shitty. That I can get behind. But it, it was, no, he, his question was more like the freedom. Like, do you feel, does American feel more free to make decisions and do stuff than we do in Canada? I, I don't think I feel... I mean, again, like if you and I wanted to go buy a gun today, we couldn't. Well, that's so I guess what I that's... was just going to say. You don't want to go buy a gun. You never tried. So you've never been like, holy shit, this is so hard to do. Fuck this bullshit. You know? Yeah, but at the same time, if I was in Arkansas and I wanted to get a hooker, I'm not allowed to do that. So like, you know what I mean? Like their freedoms, they're as free as they're, they are, but they don't have total freedom. The no. same way we don't have total no. freedom. Like, Yeah, they just all. have more freedom. Yeah, that's more freedom, more responsibility. I mean, again, yes, the thing with great freedom comes great responsibility. The thing that fucks me up, I, like you said, I don't care about the gun. I don't want to go buy a gun now. Maybe I will down the road. But the freedom of speech thing really fucks me up. That Mike Ward thing still to this day. I mean, we can smoke weed and they can't. So who's more free? Well, they can some places. But the federal thing, you think? I want to know. That's numbers I want to know. I want to know in legal states what the gun violence is like versus non-legal weed states. Where, where marijuana is yes. legalized. And it, they can't give us those numbers for 10, 20 years. Is it lower course, or not? Yeah, well, I'd like to know. You have to let the black markets in those places uh, disintegrate before you can get like legitimate numbers. Well, that's why that, I said you know? you'd need 20 yeah, years. 20 years. Exactly. But no, but even then, I just want to know if pot, you, you actually don't, Simon, because I just want to know if, if pot is legal, if you don't have to hide it anymore, and if anyone who wants to smoke it can smoke it, you would... You could probably get a number after five years, black market or not. I mean, maybe you'd get a number from there are less people like drinking and using firearms and more people smoking weed and using firearms. So there'll be less, I don't know, like accidents. I would definitely rather someone was high with a gun than drunk with a gun. <laughs> I think it's telling that the mainstream media is in the pocket of big pharma and that there's no talking about like New Jersey, a bunch of states legalize weed. What? what? The interest of that or Oregon decriminalized drugs or psilocybin. I haven't DC. seen more than one article about Oregon nothing. legalizing. I've, I've seen absolutely nothing as a, you, as a pro or con. You'd think or, that story would be I, prevalent. Well, well, this is it. What I was going to say is I think what Dave was able to articulate better than I can is mainstream media doesn't care that Trump is an asshole. That's... I'm not sure what their motive is to well, they're selling you get something. him out of office, but they don't care that he's a piece of shit. Doesn't I mean they're thriving off it? It's obviously uh, they want a war among the presidents, as he said historically. They love wars. That's great news for. Like, do you remember even here when the the Sierra conflict fired up? CBC every day had a Syria revolution. It was the whole Arab Spring, like. That was just, I hate it when something gets a graphic. Can can I make a suggestion though, Kamar? The the people who own the news networks, mm -hmm. they have um, they have other industries that they have interest in. Well, the biggest one, and is then we'll use this news network as a way to the, the biggest push the narrative. Obvious example is NBC, right? Because it's owned by General Electric, and General Electric makes weapons. So, I mean, it's very easy to see 
where their motivations lie and what they want. I don't, I, I'm not sure how I can figure out who owns CNN, Viacom, like, it's a bit harder to see. Used to be Ted Turner. How obvious it is, though. But you know they're a heavily left-leaning news network. Obviously, they're... They don't care about any of that stuff, obviously. We realize that. They don't, they don't care about uh, gender pronouns and, and, and cancel culture. They, they're appeasing to keep people in, but they want wars so their companies can make money building weapons. That's their bottom line. I think they, just like Dave said, the banks choose to say buy into this stuff, even though they couldn't give a fuck. I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what it is. If they want it to be anti-pot, then they'll use it as that. If they want it to be anti-drug, whatever it is, wherever they're aligned, they'll just use those networks to push that narrative. Or is it possible if Trump was starting wars and stuff, they could buy into him more? Because that's the bottom line. Like, why are all these people so against this guy? And it's not for the reasons you'd want it to it's, be. It's not because of the grab him by the pussy is what no, you're saying. No. It's got to be more than that. Obviously. And yet he didn't. He did. He stayed in wars. And according to Dave Smith, he started or didn't start one, but he had the opportunity certainly didn't to. pull out. It, That'll be the most telling thing is if some major conflict America gets involved in the next four well, years. Well, hold on. Iran is kind of a different deal. They have nukes, right? No, they do not. Oh, they don't have nukes? Okay. okay. Not a different deal. Same deal. I mean, Kamar, keep in mind, let's say they get in a war with China in the next year. Is that not Trump's fault? Like, would you blame Biden for that? The only reason they should get in war with China would be like to liberate the Uyghur Muslims or whatever. Well, we know they're not doing that. I, I, I know, but I just... They can't get in a war I don't think so. China. We also know Even that. Even when Trump does that, it's just... All, like, they cannot. It's not... Uh, from what I understand, the Chinese sort of respect Trump for fucking with them because they're like business and stuff. Like, it's all it's all, it's all all business. It, it, there's there's no feelings. They could never work with Hillary because women just aren't allowed in the board meetings. Oh, right? I'm sure Where did you get your China Hillary. information from there? Which China? From what I understand, the Chinese love Trump. No, I had a friend who went there and he said it's very capitalistic and stuff. Oh, I don't know if they love Trump personally, but... Well, it depends where in China. They love go. business. They love Flash. They love... If you... Can I steer us off for a second? Yes. If you were to go back in time, when would it be justified to kill Hitler? Like, could you go back to when he was five years old and kill him and feel good about killing that little child? Uh, he didn't have the mustache back then. Remember that? Your little teen stash? <laughs> <Just start. laughs> oh, but, but it's like we were saying a president doesn't do everything. There's a conglomerate. Like, was it just Hitler or was there six or seven guys? So even if he killed him, someone else would have. At 20, when he's just like becoming a. He's just slightly fascist, agitated. You know, or whatever he becomes. Is it good to kill him then? Or do you have to wait until he's like 30 and literally loading the Jews onto the trains? I'd kill him at five. I don't You'd give kill a him fuck. At five. Yeah. That's a cool idea for a movie, eh? Mm-hmm. You just go back in time and kill Hitler as a child, but you have like the, it's you, just the, the struggle. It's, yeah, like you have this opportunity, you have this time machine. If, when do if you you're go guaranteed that makes a difference. Him? You don't, you'll never know if it'll make a difference. You what, have, you don't get to go back to your time? What do you mean? So when you go back in the future, after, you're stuck there? After you do the mission. I mean, while you're doing the mission, you will yeah, never of course. know. Okay. Yeah. 
But you go back in time and then come back and things are worse. Is that right, how the movie like, ends? You kill him and you're gone? Goebbels, you disappear? Goebbels takes over or whoever and is way worse than Hitler was, right? Like, um, Or better. What's his name? I think, uh, what was his sidekick there? Um, was so into the occult. So maybe he like goes off the deep end, you know? And who knows? Who knows what happens? It's a cool idea, though. I think. Um, I just kill Hitler's mom. Go all the way back. That would just be easy, yeah. But again, you're fucking with so much of the timeline at that point. And that's never a good thing. Fucking with the timeline. Well, that's probably your best bet then. Go as far back as you can. Kill like his great-great-grandfather. Adolphus Hitler. Um, Joe set up uh, Jay Peterson coming back on. I thought that was interesting. Who's Jay Peterson? Jordan. Jordan. Oh, yes. Because um, I told you guys he'd be back on. I said that like his, two episodes who ago. Who was he talking to in this episode? Um, I can't imagine it'll be that good. It'll be terrible. I think it'll be more about just about his struggle and he'll be really weak and not with the vitriol or like he hasn't had time to come up with some new material. Well, because for lack of a better word, Joe said he wants to talk to him about. You know, being a guy who talks so much about keeping yourself in order, cleaning and your room, getting yourself and then out dirtying of order. your own room. But I found it interesting that he was—he's willing to give Jay Peterson that second chance. Why do you keep at, him, Jay Peterson? At, What's at going redemption, on here? Redemption, but uh, C. Kressler never got that chance. Maybe it's K. Kressler. I don't know. I think it's K. It's probably K Chris with a K. Now that I uh, come to think of it, who? Chris Kressler. I think the most interesting thing is he doesn't mention um, Bravo, Callan, or Shab at all right now. Callan. Why? Because he mentions everyone else. What do you mean? Oh, he moving her all the time or whatever. Just, just he easy. hasn't talked about Brendan in a long time. That's true. Um, has Ari been on since Kobe? No, no way. No. That's a long stretch that that he has not. Been well, on let's be fair. Sort of COVID is a period of time where, I mean, he wasn't traveling anything, so take that out. That mm -hmm. period of time, mm -hmm. it hasn't been that long. It's true. Okay. We got to move on. How much more do you have here? Not much more. Um, yeah, I think we're done. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Sure. I don't care. You want to rate it? I'll say this. I'll rate it first. I'm going to give it a 2.5, but hear me out. Hear me out. Just hear me out. It's only getting a 2.5 because I just, I'm an old horse beaten to death by all this politics and I just can't do it anymore. Like, Tony Hinchcliffe was a great, just reprieve from all this fucking. So if, uh, this is what I would say. Normally, if this was just like a non-COVID, non-election episode, it probably would have gotten a four, maybe a four and a half, but I'm giving it a two and a half because I just. I didn't want three hours of political talk from a comedian. Slash, whatever. Go ahead. Kamar's giving it a four. Three, I give it a four. Three and a four. half. I give it a four. There you go. Like I said, it probably is a, it probably is a we four. We didn't even touch on all the talk about the bannings. He's the, really smart. Or Well, he does this for a living. He does he's really for, well read about politics. Because he does it for a living. Yeah. He's smart too. What You, you backpedaled on the he's smart? 
I just, I don't want to make any assumptions. Maybe in everything else, maybe in, you know, ancient civilizations, he doesn't know anything. And it's really so that makes him dumb. Ancient <laughs> no, I'm just, smart's the wrong word. He's so well versed in what he talks about. And it's an important position because he's a libertarian, not a Republican or a Democrat. That That's where he's coming at. I mean, at the end of the day, he wants less government just altogether. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't out there preaching that, though. He well, was no, just that's telling his brand Joe. And you can listen he, to his podcast if you want to hear about that. What's what? No, I, I thought it was a really balanced conversation, calm, collective. Like I said, that's how I think I sound. It couldn't be further from the truth. I give it a four. Has Joe smoked weed this week on the podcast? Not on camera. Not He's not smoking on camera? Well, not in Texas. Yeah, I haven't seen him smoke on camera once since he's been in Texas. So what do they do? Joe, uh, Jamie pans over to the guest and then he smokes or he's just not smoking during the Well, we the know because... Because they've been smoking a lot of cigars. Adam Curry, you guys never listened to his Well, podcast. I heard what you said, that he smokes, a, he has a regiment where so he smokes Adam Curry a shitload said he was smoke, before. smoking the shit out of the place, so he has smoke there, but I haven't seen him roll one up on camera, pass it around. But he passed something to Dave Smith in the episode. It's very weird to me that he's that, like... Like, they're not going to come after you. No, but it's just like when they say mushrooms, he goes, allegedly, all of a sudden. Yeah, that's different. But like weed, like, he's in the Austin city limits. Is he, well, we don't know that for certain, but like, it's decriminal. I I just don't, I don't understand the overcautiousness. You're a fucking famous person, too. I don't don't know, man. There must be some reason. Chappelle talks about getting pulled over all the time. Well, Maybe he's, it's like something with Spotify. Who knows? He's definitely dialed back his... Um, they know he smokes tons of pot. I don't know. I'm Matt. not asking you for the answers. <laughs> he's definitely dialed back his pro-weed stance after that podcast about weed can't be detrimental to some people. Huh? Like he, he's not... There was a time when he was just smoke weed. Everyone smoke weed. Like, it's the best thing ever. Like, I, I did smoke weed at oh, no, 30. No. Yeah. And then he's like, some people cannot handle it. So maybe... He's being a well, role model. Well, but that's a really smart stance to, to take because if somebody has a pre-existing condition where their brain is messed up, any other substance that you put in there could theoretically push you over the edge. So Okay, but you could argue he drinks on the show all the time. Alcohol is a far more detrimental... No, no, no. I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. He Joe is no, but just... My, I get it. My point, though, is just like... To not smoke on camera. Oh, that, that's, that's all, all. That's all I'm talking about. I, I get what you're saying. I'm I, talking I understand. about what Kamara was talking about, which is his kind of new. Line yeah, he just in doesn't push it. I get drawn. it. The I same love way it, he, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, the same way he drinks quietly on the show. He's not out there like everyone should have a fucking scotch, two scotches a day. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Are we gonna take a break? Break. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll pay some bills and we will be right back. Right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called Alpha Brain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. Alpha Brain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try Alpha Brain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle 
and on it will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. Uh, Simon, before we start, could you actually give the listeners just one last time uh, what the acronym stands for? It's multi... Multi. Hold on, let me let me see if I can bang it out. Um, it's multi-optional conspiracy advocate. Correct. Spot on. That's it, my friend. MOCA, baby. Clear that you up. can have multiple opinions and theories about any given subject, even if they conflict. Especially, if I was just going to say, especially. the more confliction, the better. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's get it rolling. Fifteen sixty three. Uh, who is this? The Golden Pony Tony Hinchcliffe. There you go. I'm surprised you enjoyed this so much. I, I understand your reasoning for enjoy it because it was sort of. Outside. I wasn't saying I. I wasn't even saying oh, I enjoyed okay, it. Okay. I was just saying it's like I want more of these. Just a comedian talking, about, shooting the shit about whatever. That, Kamar, sorry, I have to cut you off just before you start. Are we going to talk about golf? Is that what's going to happen so here? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I got mad at, or I got on you last week when you said Tony Hinchcliffe and the golf. There is nothing more frustrating than listening to somebody tell you about how great something is that you already know they, is great. They, yeah. But I think that's my problem. Yeah. Hold I on that. though. I would agree with you guys. If it, I, I will agree, there's nothing more frustrating than when I tell Simon something is great for like six, seven months and he flippantly ignores me. Story of my life. And then to hear him be like, you know what I tried this weekend? YouTube. And, yeah, and you're like, you're like <laughs> oh, this yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, that. But I, I couldn't even, I had to fast forward him talking about the golf because I was just like, first of all, you're new to it. So you don't even really understand yet. You're just in like the honeymoon It was phase. annoying though, right? You haven't even got to the like wanting to pull your hair out to wanting to quit to actually quitting and coming back. Like he's, he's still fucking his he's girlfriend in the, in the, in the first three weeks of the relationship. I think listeners need to know uh, if you're new or maybe, maybe, I think we've only mentioned it once. Um. Simon and Kamar used to not just be really into golf because that they were. They were so into golf that they started a golf apparel company. That is correct. And that golf apparel company was called Triple Bogey. And if I remember correctly, the logo or the slogan of the company, I think one of you is going to have to remind me. What, this, what was the slogan of the company? Find your balls. Oh, oh there was another I one. I forgot that. There was another one. There was many. Sure. What was the main one at the end? Riot, please. Oh, that's it. Yes. Riot, please. In, a playoff of quiet, quiet, please, please yeah. which are the signs they hold up in the golf uh, yes, crowds. Yes, I know. How apropos now, Which are though. called, Kamar? What, what, what are the gallery? The gallery. The See, non, I'm not even a golfer. The golf non-existent gallery at the Masters that's going on right now. Um, Kamar, hold on, though. I love that this is hilarious to me. Kamar talks about how he's like, all you get is your information from Joe Rogan, and then you fucking repeat it to me. And he talks, he's like, Tony's telling me stuff that I already fucking know. And then you come to us and you go, you know, they're playing the Masters right now. You learned that from him. No. No, he's I, probably I, watching the Masters. I, I watch the Masters. I, I, st I still love golf. Okay. I just, I remember, because I'm working with a guy right now who just discovered golf, and it's so fucking annoying because he talks to me about golf like I don't know anything. Oh. And 
I mean, I used to play golf every day, like four times a week. Yeah, yeah, I, used I know. To, I so used to play golf fucking a lot addicted. Too. I know you guys did. And more to the story, I can't play golf anymore. Well, that's because that, of yeah. an injury. That's a sad and thing. And now I hate it. I hate golf, and I hate anybody who talks about golf, and I don't want to hear about golf, and I don't watch it anymore. Not true though, because I bought Rory McIlroy golf for PlayStation oh, no, no. Four. I definitely want to. And play. Simon and I used to gamble religiously I, on this fucking game. And I, I like video game golf. I'm just saying like, I used to watch golf any t the masters all weekend. I'm in front of the TV. Now I can't watch it. Cause it makes me mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. jealous of not being able to play it. When Tony was talking about it, like Joe flippantly, he interrupted him. He cut him off a bunch of times, the but, whole podcast, but Joe, he should have listened. Cause it was so like archery. It's so it, it's, one of those sports that you have to like master so many things. I think Joe would get addicted to it. Just I as, think so too, man. And I think the frustration part I have is like now when I listen to Tony, what else does he know about that he's going to figure out that I already knew? <laughs> I mean, it's my defect, obviously. Well, but you got to see the, the thing that fucks me up, Kamar, is like, it's not like Tony's older than you. No. No, but that's my point though is like, if it were an older man than him who had just discovered golf, Joe. I could get him being frustrated. But like, a young, like he's kind of. I, I discovered golf at 25. I was younger than Tony. If it was now. Joe. My point though is like, Tony's what, 30? Five. Okay, fine. I mean, 35 is usually when most people start golfing, is it not? No, it's like 16. No, no, no. No, no. If you're going to be good. Most people start when they're older because of business or That's whatever. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's the few who actually start. Like, we were just, we're just so competitive as kids that we were always looking for something else to do. And then we started playing golf and got hooked on it you know it, and there are other sports that they're miniature versions of like car racing yeah go-karts go good one good one what even else? then rc cars and shit those they have those crazy little fucking even 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 so smaller like, yeah, yeah let's level it down a bit yeah. Yeah. It but just, what else come on that's enough for me ping just, pong miniature tennis yeah, yeah, no, table tennis yeah no, that's sort of a what sport about, itself that's an olympic um, sport no yeah, it's now an Olympic sport, but yeah. that is a smaller it's a version. Smaller version of a bigger game. Yeah. Anyways, I it, guess uh, it's not though. It would actually be like the smaller version. Of, well, again, smaller version of tennis is like waffle ball. You watch know? us find out though that table tennis was first, and that they then just were like, maybe we can do this large scale outside. Well, that's it. well why can't it happen that way? But that's what I'm saying yeah, is we never totally thought of that. Be yeah. The reverse. Joe is just making fun of golf, saying it's the only thing that there's a miniature version of, and that's not true. Skateboarding. Tech decks. Oh, stop now. <laughs> Did you know that skateboarding actually started with tech decks? No. It's the other way around. Like this little piece of wood and they put these tiny little <laughs> chicken to the egg. My, my point being to summarize this podcast off the beginning is it almost felt like a, when Brian Redband's on. Like a and Joe. Joe's just bouncing yeah, off yeah, ideas. Because yeah. I think Tony, I mean, he loves golf, but otherwise I think he's a bit depressed. Like he's out there performing, but his whole life is. He been, has a wife, and he's perfectly fine. No, but comedy is number one. Like, the the can we say the comedy store is done? Yeah, or never to be what it once was. I also am dead wrong about. I think Joe is like just waiting for it to end. He seems almost happy about it, which I found odd. I think he's just. Wants I think he to just watch California. Fuck burn. California. Yeah. No, but which, what are, which is also a really shitty attitude, might I add? Like, I get that you moved, but. It's almost like he wants to have an I told you so attitude. You know what I mean? Like he wants to be able to five years from now when California's fucked, be like, ah, told you. I moved. He vehemently disagrees with how it's being governed. 
I get it, and that's fine. You can ve- and but he moved, so you did your you did your. Well, that's sort of like me that I want to the left. All you're going to get from this Biden is more heartache. What all I, the glitter is not gold, especially not Joe Biden. What? Yeah, but my point don't is don't bring like, Joe Biden. Hold on, my point is this. I apologize. We, we strike that from the record, Kamar. My point is simply like you can leave California because you don't like the way it's governed, but you can still wish everyone well on your way out. It's one thing to leave and be like, "Well, I hope the place burns to the fucking ground." Like I just, I, I don't think that's He's the greatest attitude. He's letting emotion take over a little bit, and I think if he could like see it more from the outside, he'd probably agree with you. Listen, I think it's a place that he still loves deeply and that he's angry that he had to leave i think that's what it is this is what i'm saying i think he feels like he had no choice yeah let's give him some time this is very fresh i just hate when someone who's that rich is like i had no choice dude fuck off no i think he meant he had no choice like you're not going to feel good about staying in a place where you're watching this guy you disagree with control you like nobody wants to live like that you know so especially if you're rich you're like fuck this i'm fucking out of here and it's cursory if we live there i think we'd be affected more if we saw melrose place shut down all boarded up like it's just melrose how bad it is i i I don't know what that even means that's why i was like (laughs) the tv show um what i meant though kamar was that a comedian who has nothing else all they had was comedy when comedy is taken away from them, they are going to go into a massive depression. If you have a balanced life and you have a wife and kids and other things that hobbies, losing comedy will suck like anybody losing a job that they love, but you'll be able to figure it out. You well, know? Yeah, but even then, but Tony adopted. I he found feel, golf. I'm, I'm saying Tony is fine, but Tony is married anyways. He has a... Oh, well, what I'm saying is you find another outlet. He's saying, yeah, like, I think in Tony's case, he has enough money where he's like, this will come back. For now, I'm going to golf. I still feel like he's feeling the effects of it. Like anyone else. Do you know what I think it is? a lot more bummed. I've seen him in better spirit than this podcast. I think it's that you are reflecting your own feelings. I think it's that. Projecting. Yes. I think it's that. Sorry, thank you. Projecting. I think it's that you are, and I get it. I, I mean, I understand why you feel that way. I think that you're feeling very bummed out the comedy is not around right now and I, i've been vocal about that oh, i know i'm not out, i'm not saying it like i've just heard it. tony on the podcast many times this was the lowest energy i mean it's about golf and then really joe talked the rest of the podcast you i know, think he interrupted he, the golf to compare it to pool the philippines golfing a pool outside but when he was talking about golf you could see so had he got been allowed to continue maybe he wouldn't have felt so you know what i think it also might be kamar i think it's that those two prior to this toured a lot they spent a lot more time together they had a lot more you know what i mean like if i I think if joe didn't have this podcast he'd be bummed out not performing what i'm saying is like you know when i moved back from vancouver for the first week or two or month simon and i didn't exactly have a ton to talk about but once i had moved back and we had more in you know more relatable stuff i don't know maybe that's but they haven't seen each other in a while Maybe, maybe they really maybe had nothing to talk about in the first talk. place. Well, <laughs> maybe he hates Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh, we know that's not true. No, that's not true at all. But Tony, a doorman from the comedy store, like rags to riches story, Ohio. Uh, then they there's some good healthy chimp talk. And then Jamie added the um, lawyers representing the chimpanzees. Oh my God, that was fucked. Do you know when you see a cop like directing traffic or something? You're like, you must have fucked up. Like why you, we do this job? Do you think these lawyers are like getting punished for this or just advocates for animals? No, I think there's a payday. Or again, you know what, Kamar, think about it. We are now talking about like if 
if you read that article, it probably says the law firm. That's there's some publicity. Oh, in there. to get you involved I mean? with his promotion. There's no. There's. You always wonder why a lawyer takes on a serial killer, or whatever. That they know this wrong, but it's. That's that's it. It's high profile. It like, gets you- why did Skeletor take on? Uh, what's his name in the second season of Making a Murderer? There, you know. Exactly. Yeah. She, she did it because she was like, I'm going to be on a Netflix documentary. Skeletor wanted to get famous. She was hot. Um, well, I, I thought we were going to make fun of lawyers for a bit there, but we'll just literally. No, no, we can make fun of lawyers all you want, for sure. <laughs> um, no. And then um, he complained about uh, remakes of movies. And I thought this was a good segue for the movie game. Beetlejuice. Just before we do that, what's your least favorite remake of all time? Someone pointed out a, a couple months ago, they were like, you guys need to get it straight. What's a remake? What's a reboot? Well, a reboot. And what's like a prequel? Is when they do like Ghostbusters uh, as girls. Yeah. And a remake is where they just like, like, uh, well, I think their their sticking point was we were talking about uh, Blade Runner and they were like, Blade Runner is a sequel. It's not a reboot or a remake. Yes. Yes. We were talking about Blade Runner 2020 or whatever it was. Only in or the 2022, well, whatever the, the fuck. That should, goes, Dune will be a reboot, remake. Yes. Based on the, someone did it and now they're doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because this made me think real quick, we'll get to the movie game, but it made me think like there's so many movies that have been done and then they do them again and you're like, oh, why would they do it back then before they had the technology to do it right? But there's never a right time. I think the Batmans and the Spidermans are reboots. Mm, They're not, they're not remakes. They they are reboots because each one is different. Yeah, but I don't think that's a, I don't know. That's a weird one. That's a really weird one. Well, no, what I was going <laughs> to Batman for sure to keep showing their interpretation of how he comes about. I mean, it's still the basic story out to the play with his parents and they get killed. And then da, 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 it's da. a remake of the Batman franchise, but a reboot of every story. That's a weird one. I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to have to see what the internet says about that one. So Beetlejuice. So Beetlejuice, it was hilarious how uh, Tony sort of described it as an anthropologist, like the pitch meeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they go in this haunted house. I thought that that was it's just one a, of my favorite shotting moment. Well, Beetlejuice, I love it. If you try to explain to what it's about, you have to go see it. And it, Michael Keaton's got to be on the um, Mount Rushmore of actors. Michael Keaton was also a shining star in the Comedy Store documentary. Every well, because he started as a stand up. No, I know, but like it's I. He's I, everywhere. He's I'll say everything. this: I knew he started as a stand up, so I wasn't like surprised. But it was nice to see some of his old stand up. Uh, and Mary had no idea. Oh, the bubblegum joke. Is oh, the so bubblegum joke was fucking incredible. What was the bubblegum joke? Remember he pulls out the Bazooka Joe and he's like, uh, he's it, he does it like he's just going to read the simple Bazooka Joe, but it's like a super long introspective, like uh, you have, like I couldn't do it any justice. He goes, Bazooka Joe says, throw this out the window, see if it flies. And so it's like the beginning <laughs> of the joke and he goes, but what is flying? And this world, he goes all under this, um, breaks it down. Obviously, it wasn't written on the thing. But it's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head, find out what year a movie came out, and then the budget and the box office. This one is Beetlejuice, the hot Winona Ryder, but I don't think I can say that because she was too young. Alec Baldwin. I bet Winona was like 19 or 20 in this. Well, then I can say she was hot. I can't look because I'll fucking find out the budget. No, you cannot. <laughs> My bad. Directed by Tim Burton. Yep, knew that. Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara, Canada, Winona Ryder, and of course, Michael Keaton. 
You know, Catherine O'Hara wasn't even supposed to be in Schitt's Creek. I did not know that. That worked out well for her. Eugene Levy called her up and was like, listen, we're shooting this pilot. I just need you for like a five minute scene. We'll never call you back. You won't have to do anything else. And then they picked up the pilot and Eugene had to call her back and be like, all right, how do you feel about working? Well, and I guess she was like, all right. The magic was on the screen, obviously. And you guys both love Schitt's Creek. I don't never love watched it as much it. as it well is done, but I've never watched yeah, it. It's funny. Cool. Yeah. Right on. All right. I'm what right year on. do you think this movie came out, boys? Um, Simon, you go first. 89. I had 91. It's 90, isn't it? 1988. Uh, <sighs> see, Knocking I, on heaven's door. Boy. I couldn't decide whether it was a 90s or 80s movie, and I went 90s. Terrible. Terrible. Hold on. I got to write that down. 88. Like, I took the worst time to roll a joint. Simon, write your shit down. Go but ahead. this is joke for joke for joke. Great effects. I, I love it. And I, I, I wonder... Like Tony said, no way it could be made now. I think uh, with the right actor tied to it, anything could be made still. Although it, these vaccines got to come out sooner, there will be no movie theaters. I saw, um, <laughs> I guess they're making a Home Alone remake with Ryan Reynolds. And whoever made Home Alone was like, this is an atrocity to cinema. <laughs> Something like that. I was like, it's already an atrocity to cinema. I saw that here? they're redoing Scrooged with Kevin Hart. I mean, Scrooge wasn't a great movie in the first place. Scrooge was a great movie. Was it? Scrooge was a great movie. With, with, with Bill Murray? And Bill Murray great often golfer. plays a bad guy turned good guy. The hero's yeah. journey. He's on the Mount Rushmore, too. He's done it all. I don't think he's ever won an Oscar. Uh, lost in Translation. My bad. Or no, no, maybe just the movie one or the director. I don't know. He didn't. I don't think he won for that. But he, that'll be a big loss. The best okay, story guys. is that one of Bill Murray showing up to that house party randomly and doing the dishes. Or a bar and just bartending. That's incredible. What a guy. How much does this movie cost to make, guys? As Simon looks it up. I'll go first. No, I'm looking up if he won an Oscar. Best supporting Oscar in a leading role in translation. Oh, he nominee, did? Nominee, nominee. Yeah, nominee, yeah. Who won that year? I don't know. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I said it cost $17.4 million to make, and it made $49 million. Wow. Well, I said it cost seventeen million to make. Get the fuck out and of here! It made one fourteen. Wow. It cost fifteen million to make, and the box office was seventy four point three million. We're right in the middle, both of us. <laughs> right in the middle. You're that under. Is a you're over. Right I said I had ninety seven. That was my uh, original. Uh, oh, it would have been a little bit closer. Yeah. But I, anyone who hasn't seen Beetlejuice, get on it. It's a classic. It's so true, though. Like, you go to try and pitch that movie, and what do you want to call it? Beetlejuice? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Just well, in the name, right? Like, that. What Beetle what? What I want to know is this. Like, for us, it's a classic. I agree with you, of course. I could watch Beetlejuice anytime, no problem. What I want to know is, like, if someone who's 18 right now could sit down and watch it, and would they enjoy it as much as us? Yeah, I'm it would be I think funny. it's just joke after joke after it's, joke. They're funny. I'm just, I, I, but... I agree with you, but it's like airplane. You know what I mean? Like if a if an eighteen year old sat down and watched airplane, are they gonna laugh? I don't know. I'd like to tell us if you're if you're between. I'm gonna have my son watch it with us tonight. Tim Burton. And I will report. Hold on, are you gonna force to him to watch it with you tonight? Because that's gonna get a well, bad. I'm rating. gonna force him to watch a movie with us. He never wants to do anything with Tim. Us, so. Tim. Tim Burton is. Uh, <laughs> I think most of his movies are timeless. Does it? Is it a Christmas movie at all? Beetlejuice. No, it's too bad. I think it's more it's about no Halloween. Die, it's no Die Hard. Movie. It's too bad. 
What did he say turned into a Christmas movie at the end? Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Edward Scissorhands. That is a great movie. Oh, man. That would have been a good movie. Game Classic too. movie. Maybe we should do back-to-back Tim Burton movie No, movie no. Games. We already have a four-hour podcast. And, uh, well, it brings me to the point that they made about Johnny Depp. He made it like a... I think he's lucky that that worked out. That what worked out? That he doesn't have to do the movie and he still gets paid because the paper caught him a wound beater. Yeah. And it stuck. When really he was the BD. Yeah. So I, I think his uh, reputation took a bit of a nick, but he's laughing at otherwise. <laughs> the highlight, I think, of this podcast was Joe jabbing at Jamie about Snopes. Yeah, that was hilarious. It was really hilarious. Okay, wait. Before I forget, though, Butterbean. Yeah. I was with Joe. I remember, was it Bam Margera who fought Butterbean in a ring? I Somebody was the guy fought, who died in the Porsche. Um, no, listen, you guys, I... I I was sitting there the whole time going, what they're talking about never happened. It was Johnny Knoxville oh, in the department. I remember, meeting. I absolutely remember at the department store or whatever the fuck, it was inside a department something. It was a swap meet. But I, I can swear to you, this might be, I might be with Joe in like a Mandela effect here, but I thought, I thought it was like Bam who fought him in a ring and they went like. Let me ask you this. Did Jamie pull it up? No. Then Jamie it never happened. pull it up. I'm going to have to fucking do my research here. That's pretty You're solid. You're with me, reason, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just, I don't know what else to say. Although he's butthurt that Joe kept uh, About Snope, Snope in him. So he was like, no, it never like, happened. I'm Fuck you, protest. Joe. Um, did you guys end up watching Cobra Kai? No. Yes, I did. It was fucking horrible. I can't, this is like a Miss Maisel thing all over again, man. Joe has like shares in <laughs> Cobra Kai or something. But it was Executive corny. Producer. It was corny, but it was better than any of the sequels to Karate Kid. They it were was, all worse. It was unwatchable. No, That's a remake. I'd rather watch the movie. With Jackie Chan? I'd rather watch the movie uh, that has the bad, uh, you know, the two bad coaches in it which was terrible. Really? Then Cobra Kai, yeah. Cobra Kai seemed like it was like so watered down, it was insane. Yeah, I think it's just for a broad audience. But I, I thought it was corny and campy, and again, the nostalgia for me, I like Bill and Ted's, so maybe I have bad taste. Uh, three Card Monty is a sign you're living in a big city. <laughs> what? No. Three Card Monty is a sign you're living in the 70s. What the fuck? When was the last time you saw Three Card Monty? The only time I or saw shell it is game. when I went to New York City when I was like 18. That's what I'm saying. And my friend lost hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Because that's Cause, what those... Because what they do is that you win the first time. And there's five people in on it. Yeah. Who you think like are losing. never been hustled. Oh my God, you won? Nobody ever wins this thing, man. You must be fucking amazing And then this. someone else loses, but they're all playing with the same money. And then they take you for everything. Yeah. They push you on a big one. But you need to better pack up and run down the street when the cops see you. So it just, it, you cannot have big, you don't think it exists at all anywhere now? Did you? No, I don't. Did you go to Canal Street when you were in New York? Yep. Did they shut it down by any chance while you were there? Did they shut it down? Where they just close the things while you're in Because the cops, the cops will, they show up to Canal Street once every couple of days just to rattle grab shop. all the gucci bags and i was there when it got like because dude i had no i'm one minute i'm looking at fake rolexes and bootleg dvds and the next minute the asian gentleman that was in front of me with this rack i literally turned like this he's across the street with this whole thing and every <laughs> boat and every steel door behind me kamar is shut what is the park where you go to uh see the um omega 
Statue of Liberty. Oh. We go to the stat. You go to Ellis Island. But there's a park right before Ellis, Ellis oh, like Island. Regency like the, Park. You're talking about like in South Men, like uh, in in the uh, financial district. A lack of like Tribeca. Yeah, but yeah. I went there, and it was the best. The guys with the suitcases that would come sit beside you on a park bench and open it up watches. I mean, I, I hope that's still gone. But just all that sort of commerce and guys with literally with the jackets of you want to buy a watch like they existed I, I don't know if they exist anymore but there's so much shit in new york that just only exists there like you get on the subway and there's almost every day a kid would get on and you'd hear the shame the same spiel like i don't want to bother everyone i hope everyone's having a good day i'm just here selling chocolate bars for my high school basketball team. There must have been 6 million high school basketball teams in the greater New York area because every fucking day. Because you see everything, nothing's going to turn people's heads. You really got to stick out there. Yeah. One thing Joe said that I think justifies a lot of his repetition and forgetfulness is how he's talking about he saw the guy and said, oh, I, I, I think I might want to have him on the podcast. And had him was, on before? <laughs> for I'm dying to know who was so forgettable. Why? Well, yeah, I guess that's why he didn't mention who I was. I was hoping he would slip. Uh, just going back to Butterbean for a second. So, yeah, it turns out he didn't fight uh, Bam Margera or that other guy. Ryan Dunn. Thank you. As Tony pointed out, he did fight in that. Remember I was telling you guys about that wrestling show? And one of the episodes was all about the battle where they fought. They got the wrestlers to fight each other, but like in real life. No, but I'll take your word for it. Well, that was it. And at the end, so it, Vince McMahon had a guy he wanted to win, but instead one of the cowboys, Bart Gunn, won. He wasn't supposed to be the toughest guy in so to like punish him so he wouldn't like be able to continue his career. They had him fight Butterbean and Butterbean just like on like six weeks notice or something. And Butterbean just fucking destroys this guy. Anyways. Yeah. So as Joe says, does Butterbean destroy Conor McGregor? I mean, I think so. But what do I know? Conor's really fast, though. Yeah, I just I don't think. First of all, Buttermean has a, like Joe said, it's a head that goes to a neck. I don't think you knock a guy like that out very easily, so. Yeah, but you could tire him out. Yeah. yeah I no, actually do think Connor sure. wins now that, I, now that I'm really, yeah, I think Connor wins. In, Went around the ring and gave him a heart my, attack. Um, in my deep dive this morning into weird sports, I ended up watching a lot of MMA um, fights where there were no weight divisions, so it was like the biggest guy fight, and there's like this giant... Um, Samoan guy? No, there's a, he's like a Japanese guy or something. He's like a giant. Mm -hmm. And Krokop knocks him out, I think. Oh, Bigfoot. Vanderlei Big, knocks Silva. him out. No, it's not. He's a he's an Asian dude. Like a legitimate Asian, Matt. I'll oh, and he's huge. Fight. I know who it is. He He's like a giant. He's the big. He's bigger than Yao yes, Ming. Yes, yes, and he's and blonde. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's blonde. Yeah, yeah. And he's blonde, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, exactly I watched all those five years. What's his name? Knocks him out. Mirko Krokop. I, I don't think it's Krokop who knocks him out. I think Krokop submits him, okay. but there's another guy who knocks him out, a little guy. It's not Vanderlei, but it's somebody who you'd know. The this Russian is, guy. This is in pride. But then I saw this other guy who fights. Fedor? You know that you have to keep fighting? It's one of those ones. What do you mean you have to keep fighting? What does that mean? You fight no one rounds? time. No, no. If you win, then it's oh, like a it's tournament. A tournament. You, you yeah. fight five times in a yeah, night, yeah. maybe. Tournament. Yeah. This guy was like the smallest dude, and he knocked out like 
five huge dudes, like giants, you know, it was crazy. And then in this rabbit hole, I'm sorry, I'll stop this in a second, but I watched the three-on-three -three UFC fighting, which is such a fucking, it's craziness. Have you seen the five-on-five? Five? Well, I ended up watching this Russian boxing one where they, well, I've it's kickboxing, that. where the two come up, they fight each other, and then this guy stays on until... They're waiting the, the yeah. wings to go. And so this guy comes out, he's this little guy, and he beats the first four dudes. So there's only one guy on this, but then he gets fucked. And then this guy beats the next three guys, and you think he's going to come back, but then he doesn't. That's all right, because at least it's one-on-one. But the five-on-five, five, it gets brutal. Well, I imagine it's like the three-on-three, three where if one guy's... They just turn around and punch him while he's on the ground, <sighs> and like... Yeah, it doesn't... And they're not... We... we um, we always talk about how the UFC fighters aren't making enough money. I doubt these guys are making enough oh, no, money. I like is... how Kamar whispers that like Dana's listening. We always talk about how the UFC. No, I'm just trying to talk well, about Well, he's it. already worried about being on the Trump blacklist. No, so. put me on the list. Number one. Uh, um, then they talked about uh, David Blaine. And we all agreed the frog was the least impressive yeah. thing ever. Like all I the can, drink of the water. I could throw up too. <laughs> how do you just take the frog down and popped it out? We have some of the card tricks. All that is amazing. I wanted to see card tricks. Did he even show us any card tricks? No, he wasted them all on the crew when we weren't watching. Yeah, and we got stuck with fucking uh, ice pick through the arm, which again, just gross. Well, let's keep in mind, none of it works for uh, a radio show, so or a podcast, like an audio podcast. Like card tricks aren't going to work. Well, no, but we watched it. You watched it. I didn't. I listened to it. Well, you should have watched it. Well, I'm just saying though, is it's it is a podcast. It's an audio. Well, it's like when the what's throwing up was the on. worst. It was of course. Audio. watching him throw the water up was hilarious. Listen, if he had stuck the frog up his ass and regurgitated it, now we have it, something. It was just the least impressive thing, not worth mentioning. That, that's all I wanted to say, dude. I ended up I watching some jackass this morning too, and the one where he puts the car up his ass. So uh, funny. Ryan Dunn. Well, it's so funny because he goes in, and the guy's like, uh, "The best is the doctor." Yeah, he goes, the doctor. How does it get there? And the doctor goes, "Did you put it up your ass?" <laughs> he's got the no, best accent. But the doctor says, "The doctor says he's like, this is you, and this doesn't belong." And Ryan's like, "Yeah, that's weird. I don't. I how did that get up there? Like, I." Wouldn't I feel that? <laughs> the best is actually when you see the doctor, like, because they get a shot of him inside a room on his own when he's holding it up, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you can just... It, it's, uh, There's a toy car in your ass. You guys joke, but that happens <coughs> weekly. He's not Spanish. Like, at the Civic Hospital. Oh, I know. Like, all the time, the doctor is Spanish. stuck up their ass. I think he's, like, an old, like, white... Um, details, like, details, with, like, details. A Russian accent or something. He's Spanish. You can pull it up. I just watched it this morning. Please do. Um, just for the fans, maybe. Do you guys have any allergies? Not that I know of. Why do you? I was crazy allergic to cats when I was a kid, and now I'm not. So what, what they were discussing how you develop allergies. I had an allergy and then beat it. Well, I'm developing them for sure because now I've noticed in the spring and the fall I get, I just get stuffed up. So I obviously have something. This is just the wow. Worst Save for the post, Joe. Do you have turn an allergy? It, turn silent? it down until the guy's on there. At it's least, not, it's in a different language. This fucking guy, Simon. Do you have allergies? Uh, no. Well, so now you know about us. We're uh, hyperallergenic. Um, do you think it'd be bad if we became a state? If Canada became a U.S. state, I, I say it for selfish reasons because I want to be able to go there. Uh, not right now, obviously, but 
You mean at some point in the future, well, you'd like to be able to get back in? Non-COVID times, you know. Yeah. You just want to vote in their election. No, I just want to work. Oh, you want to be able to work down there? Of, oh, of course. Oh, uh, as a comedian, you mean? Of course. <laughs> Hold on. You couldn't work as a comedian down there right I now? I need a special visa. $10,000 to get the visa. And they can come up here much easier. Are you sure about that, really? Positive. Because if you look at it, what's the population of California? 40 million or something? Something like that. So it's not crazy, our population. You, you know what I mean? And we'd just be like one big state, but we'd just be able to go. I think we should have more lax border with the United States. But that's but you think we should, you just said we should be a state? Well, they, they were talking about states becomes Mexico, America becomes Canada. Mm-mm. What's going to happen if there's a civil war? And I would not be opposed to joining the Americans. How Spanish is the guy? I don't think he's Spanish. I, do you want to listen to it now or you want yeah, to yeah. just watch it? And they could take on our healthcare system. And they can take on our healthcare system. We give that to them and they give us the opportunity to go. Yeah, I don't think that works. Though. This is a great audio. I just want to hear the guy say. Oh, God. I've never met two guys who have to be right. Okay, forget it. We'll do it after. I've never met a guy who just doesn't care about being wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong so often I cannot. Um, and then an interesting point, Jamie and Tony both have to go for a piss. And Joe has like a nice reflection moment. <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember when Tony and Jamie went for a piss and then Tony comes back and Jamie's like, oh, sorry, I still got to go for a piss. Nope. I just want... Nope. Well, that part. they left and Joe was like, we need more empathy. It just spoke. It was... One of the few times he's talking to himself. It was thoughtful. And I, it was almost like we talk. Oh, how Philip we, DeFranco moment. No, no, no. Um, it was uh, no. just a deep thought by Joe. But it's like we've talked in the past that we'd like to see Joe do his own post, Joe, or something. It was just sort of a reflection on everything going on. I feel like you'd like to see Joe do like a Bill Burr Monday morning podcast. No, Bill Burr is untouchable. I, I, I just I, meant you'd like, Bill does it alone. I think Joe could point. do it. And then Tony came back and he said he thinks the problem is that America doesn't have an enemy. Whether it be uh, ISIS or Russia, like a clear and present danger. And that's why they're turning on themselves. You don't remember any of that? I wouldn't listen to a Joe just talking podcast. Well, you did on this one for two minutes. Well, I didn't. Well, you don't remember it. Not my president. Not my president. Um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, again, if it was like once a month for a half hour, you wouldn't? Uh, a Joe's, yeah, Joe's yeah, State yeah. of I the mean, Union kind maybe, of thing? Maybe, like, maybe. But or some housekeeping or shit? I'm sure he'd do it with Jamie, though, so it would yeah. never be him just I solo. Think, I actually think that wouldn't be a terrible idea if once a month Joe came on and did some housekeeping or was like, you know what, we mentioned this, and, like, instead of doing the Instagram thing where it, like, seemed fake and Sure, better forced, than that, for yeah. sure. Much a la Tim Dillon. Have you ever watched his podcast? No. He, maybe because the guy just sit, the producer just sits there like a foot away from him. And but you hear snickers. him laughing all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. Tim's hilarious, obviously. <laughs> One of the major comments in the YouTube is how gay Tony is. Yeah, everyone thinks he's gay. Everyone thinks he's gay, and he, I, I his early material used to be how he's gay. It looks like his cocks are lips. I thought he was gay for a long time at the beginning, but this is years ago, you know. And uh, a lot of comments suggested that him and Tim Dill would make a super couple if he was gay. Well, we know Tony's the bottom. No, he's the no, top. No, he's the top. The bottom's the one that takes in the ass. Yeah. And oh. you think Tony would be the one giving it to Tim Dillon? Yeah. 
So the little guy is giving it to the big guy? Well, that's oh, cuter. Yeah, that's interesting. I always was, um, yeah, you don't need to know. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. And then uh, I thought Tony asked Joe a question that was sort of, uh, I think it's off-putting to, for anyone to ask when he asks, how long do you think you're going to live? It's quite a morbid question, eh? Because yeah, you have to put that in perspective. So weird. And you don't want to jinx it. Like, it's just... Well, if you, you believe know, in that. Don't, don't make people answer that question. I will so how long do you think you're going to live? There we go. I'm not answering. That's the question. I wouldn't. I would not want to live anything past me being able, whatever that time is. I'll put it to you this way: I'm amazed I made it this far. Totally shocked. But now you're looking forward to living as long as you can. Yeah, for sure. I. I mean, listen. I. I, I don't know. Well, when you see people who can't walk and are so like, I don't want to. I don't want to be a burden on people. I. Do, I don't. I guess you read books and your your mind's so sharp, but I just don't want to be. Do you think at all unable. about um, having somebody to take care of you? Kids, he's talking about kids. No, or even a wife. No, it's just like we talk about freedom. Just the freedom to move and stuff is is. I I think I'd rather die than have a wife. No, well, he's saying <laughs> the wife restricts his freedom. To I was just curious. I thought that's what he was saying. Be dependent on someone. I mean, physically able. So, because you're not even thinking about um, loneliness. When, well, when you're going to need somebody to take care of you, because you're just going to off yourself when you become that kind of a burden. Well, I, I, I heroin or something, but See, I mean, that thought I have all the time. It's heroin. You think heroin too, right? Well, I know heroin. Will make you stop feeling anything or thinking about anything. Yeah, I get it, but do you know that you would? Do you know for sure you would fucking see? That's the thing is like you don't know what an overdose is like. Neither do I. So I don't know that that's the way I want to go. Well, I feel like the older you get, the more uh, chance that the overdose is your last act and not something you'd be resuscitated from. I guess, yeah. And uh, I, I know on heroin, you don't know. Well, I get it. Listen, that's, you don't know. I get it. I just think about that often. I'm like, yeah, because if I, I'm not gonna have kids, so. And bleeding into our next guest, the only thing I say is in 20 years from now, I'll be 65. <coughs> there's going to be some pretty amazing technology that I don't have to go anywhere and I can do anything in my mind. But If not sooner, if an X factor is involved. If not sooner, if there's an X. Well, th- that's the thing about being mobile and ability. Who knows if they can fix you so that you can't walk and hip surgery or, or what be it then they just ended the podcast talking about how shitty la is again and looks like tony's moving to texas which made me my initial summary that the comedy store is done oh yeah like he might have a month where all the people show up but it seems like texas is now the new comedy hotspot. it made me think i was like it's got to be just so nice being obviously this is an obvious statement being rich but like no, but just the thought of yeah, like... Yeah, must be swell. No, 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 but I'm, I'm saying like to be that kind of rich where you can just... Because like I've moved before. No one moved with me other than Mary. You know what I mean? So that was just like... It would have been great to just have the money to be like, I'm moving to Vancouver. Hey, guys, why don't I pay for... Or, you know, I, I don't well, know. Well, that's the thing. I don't think Joe's paying. No, they all have the money. I get it, but... And I think he's... Uh, I don't want to say influential, but he is. I mean, Tony, Ari's not moving there, but Tom Segura... Most of the people he's had moving owe their career to him. People from L.A. are moving. People from New York aren't moving. No. That's but, the... Because people Ari from New York, New York people from New York are like, my rent has never been cheaper. 
I can get around easy. But Tom Segura, these just Tom Segura, Tony Hinchcliffe, and uh, Brian Redband owe them everything to Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub owes it, everything. He, to he Joe may be Rogan. moving too, but he he's not spoken of. Brian may have moved, but we don't speak of him. Don't know what he's up to. Well, we don't speak of him. He's Bert's not spoken not moving. of. Bert's not moving yet, but maybe if Tom mm. push move. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Keep in mind, though, Bert Bert's has- too busy selling out around the country on his <laughs> driving tours. Bert don't, has two daughters. Don't get me started. Bert has two daughters that are at a tough age to move. I give him, I give him credit for that. Yeah, just uprooting them. I think, yeah, I think that's true. But I think when you're like Bert Kreischer's daughters, when you roll into like a new city, first of all, you're so rich and you're like, dad's the life of the party. I just don't think it's hard to make new friends, you know? Yeah, but I don't think you think about it like that. Like, I think you're like, but again, I, they might also love their city. Like Texas is a, that's a big move. It's a big change. But I California. think Bert does suffer from FOMO. And oh, yeah. once everyone's gone, he might. Uh, Keep he in might mind too, to Bert's an opportunist. Bert might be like, you guys are all moving to Texas. I'm going to fucking, I might just take over LA. And then when this thing's done, he might just go to every fucking audition. Who knows? Bert might be a big time movie star two years from now. Well, I, I don't doubt that because that's just the trajectory he's on. Then we almost found out how much Jamie makes. Why? Well, Joe said, if you get cornrows, I'll give you a raise. But we didn't find out. But he owns that's a Tesla. Not- well, he got a Tesla and that came from Joe. Oh, Joe bought him the Tesla? Oh. It's interesting. Works for the job. Don't ask me where I know that from. Ask me. <laughs> I made it up. But that's how easily that can happen. Well, if you say with confidence, no, I, I yeah, really do possible. think he bought him the car. As a moving So bonus. which part did you make up? Does the guy have a Tesla or not? He has a Tesla. Holy I don't know fuck. if Joe bought it from him. I just didn't want to spread a rumor that wasn't true. I wanted you to know it wasn't true as I spread it. You're like a guy that starts a fire just to put it out, and I don't understand you. Anyway, are we done with Tony? Well, it was just adorable. Tony didn't say much in this podcast. <coughs> I, I think he was a little bit down, and I hope he's up. He's performing this weekend, obviously. Um, it was just cute. Jamie saying I was in a band, didn't show the music, and then played the music at the end. It was super shy and bashful. Other than that, we're done. Rate it. <coughs> I give this one uh, three. Two and a half. Well, I give this a two and a half. It wasn't Tony's best showing. And well, Joe it wasn't was Tony. Talking. It wasn't Tony's fault. Everything Tony said was just fine. And, and again, Kamara off the whole time. What I meant about Dave Smith was just this: they didn't talk about anything like that serious. There was no. They didn't really hit politics. They didn't talk. You know, they talked about L.A. a bit. But Dave it was, Smith. No, Tony. Oh, you're comparing this. Yes, because I was because I gave Dave Smith a two and a half, but I thought it was a four on. Well, mm. yeah, Tony said he liked Trump. Okay, that's one fucking. Oh my god, this guy's the fucking. <laughs> if you were to compare, these are the two comedians in the week. I thought Dave Sean a lot more than Tony. Yeah, Sean. well, Dave doesn't come on as a comedian. He comes on as a political. Me, 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 well, whatever. Pundit. I review podcasts. I'm just comparing. You just me, 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 you. Yeah, I know, and if I didn't like this joint so much, I'd throw it in his face. Well, People love conflict. I like this joint so much. So right. we all rate it? Yeah, we all rated it. Yeah, let's move you on. You gave it a four? I didn't give it a fucking four. <laughs> you look so dumb. <laughs> the joke, the comedy here would be, but I like my The wife. real comedy would be that he'd go to flick it at you, it would totally miss and shank me in the eye. No, that'd be assault, just like spitting someone's face. So, Sticks and stones, buddy. 
more stones. Well, well I guess and different. sticks. Yeah. By the yeah. way, did you guys see? So not in Canada for some stupid fucking reason, but uh, the Chappelle Show was on Netflix now. Yeah. And they had they removed one of the episodes. I did not know that. What? What episode? This is very interesting. They removed the episode where Dave goes into the physical internet like it was a place. Okay. Because Ron Jeremy's in there, who is currently facing 330 years in prison. Which he, I think he's going to get. Ron Jeremy is facing 330 years. Oh, in Ron yeah. Jeremy's going to do a... Yeah. Ron Jeremy's going to spend the rest of his life. He's in a lot of trouble. For what? Uh, sexual misconduct. Really? Yeah. And the only reason I'm surprised by that is because I wouldn't imagine... I would imagine that so many girls would just want to fuck him because... Yeah, you'd think that, but maybe the type of girls that want to fuck him because he doesn't want to fuck and he wants something better because the only hot girls would get paid to fuck him. I mean, I don't know the details, but he's in jail. He's in jail. Huh. Or he's facing charges and they, they keep coming. So Okay, well, listen, I at least like that as a reason to not put it on as opposed to like some well, You know what's weird, though? That- Why take the whole episode out? Can't yeah, you just, just edit out that, that fucking yeah, sketch? So like, it weird. seems odd. Is there something else in that episode that they're well, covering that's, it's for? It's easier just to remove the episode than to edit out the sketch. I guess. How hard is it to edit out a fucking sketch? Not not very. Click, click, How hard boom. is it to just say no episode? Yep, blade, blade, done. <laughs> that's really it. Well, I don't know. Matt, Matt can speak to the ease of editing something. I mean, again, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm not a professional editor. I, you are our editor-in-chief. Yes, but no. I... They have professionals. Like I, they I get would be it. able to do Listen, it in two seconds. I'm saying I and can't. If it takes two seconds to edit that episode and put it back up, it takes one second just not their episode. And it is. Netflix. I know, but it would have given them more content. Like I. It, I mean, Simon's right there. You're both right. Kamar, you're right no, too. I'm it's, more right. You are a little more right. Yeah. Always. Not always, but in this <laughs> guess, usually, but this time for sure. Okay. Well. Either way, I just thought that was uh, <clears throat> Matt's conspiracy corner. For you guys. No, no, no conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a conspiracy in there. I think they're covering for something else in the episode that they don't want you to know about. Okay, well, you have Crave. You can go home right now and watch the episode on Crave. It's still Because Crave did not there. take it out. Well, it's been on Crave. The Chappelle Show's been on Crave for years. Oh, yeah, so that's nothing's, right. Has, yeah. Nothing's changed there. Maybe, they, maybe they're all of a sudden going to be like, whoa, whoa, should we be doing something? I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, what are we, 1564? Adam Adler. 1564 is a Zoom. Adam D- Adler. Dr. Sorry. Adam Adler. Who came to sell a book. Yep. About a common thing we all know. Yeah, I read it on my Kindle. Too much screen okay. time. <laughs> okay. You would have listened to it on your podcast. I would have. On my podcast. On my phone, yeah. But what was interesting is um, Joe asked him what was the catalyst of this book he's selling. And it was Flappy Birds. Did you ever play Flappy Birds? I played it once or twice, yeah. I hated it. Well, I, Simon I, wasn't very good. I guess he didn't get addicted <laughs> to it. And then they were talking about um, people selling phones to Flappy Birds for $10,000. Yeah. And now that person should join our Patreon. <laughs> but I think you can still get it. Like I looked it up on the App Store and there was a Flappy Birds. Like someone re- That's a knockoff, a though, I'm pretty sure. It's just so. code, right? So I don't know that it wouldn't be that hard to read it. So it's really weird if you need to buy a phone with the original version when you can play it. You know, it was a really fun game was like when one of the first apps that I played Angry Birds is that what you're going to say? No. No. Oh. The Airport Lander. Did you ever play that? Yeah. No. It was fun. You never played that. No. Hmm. You had to do it the right um Yeah, like they were circle cuz there's another plane coming in if you do right. the wrong circle so crash into. 
you know, it was, you were the air traffic controller. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, I never played that one. Huh. We were all into it for a while and hmm. like competed to see who could get the No, but so score. the game on my phone that gets, that has by far the most play is Scrabble, without a doubt. It's probably the only game I play now. This is years ago, yeah. If you're a writer, though, there's a real opportunity just to address a problem without solutions. And that's just saying the solutions are easy, but this is a common theme. Yeah. Like, this is wrong. What do you do? I don't know what we do though, about it, but... He's bringing it to your attention. Yeah, I mean, and I think we knew about this. Like, this is no big surprise. Well, he wrote this, like, three years ago or something. The biggest thing that reinforced me, though, is so these companies are trying to make this as addictive as possible. And unfortunately we are giving our data to them so they can figure out how to like our resistance is futile. It's not, I'm not even again, like I choose not to use it. You could easily go not go on. I mean, this is the solution, but on the whole, as this is identified as a problem, the extreme version, there was the guy that was addicted to world of Warcraft or whatever. Yeah. It's personal accountable. And he went to rehab and relapse. But it's just the, the evil nature is that we are giving them all the data they need to do the tweaks to know how to keep us hooked. I used to do something else before looking at Instagram. I don't remember what that is now. But it wasn't useful time anyway, right? It wasn't useful time, but it wasn't Instagram. It was something else. It wasn't screen time. It, it was something besides my phone. I don't know what it was. I, I like legitimately can't remember how this is I the thing, filled though. that time. I must have watched more TV or whatever, I guess. I don't know. See, this is the thing. Like, And he he did touch on it. He was like, there's there's positives too. And I agree. Like, Let's say you're sitting on the fucking subway and you have a 45-minute subway ride home. Like in the 1940s, you maybe you read the paper. Or read a book. Sure, but again, you can still read a book on your phone. You can still read an actual book. Or imagine like a theory of relativity or something. Yeah, it's not it's not all bad. That's what I'm saying is it's not like like his Flappy Birds argument. Like I get it. That's a bad one because he had planned on doing work and he got distracted by a game and then he lost six hours that could have potentially been more productive, right? But let's say you were going on a six-hour flight and you just you were like, I'm going on vacation. I don't want to do work. I have no work to do then Flappy Birds might be the perfect thing to get. I think there'd be something better. Even playing Scrabble. At least you're working your brain. I mean, again, I think I think you're working your brain playing Flappy Birds more than you would give it credit for. I mean, in the end, the argument is going to be if you're on vacation, you should go out and see where I said you you're are. on the plane. Oh, you're on I the said, plane. like, let's say you have an eight-hour flight to Europe, right? Mm-hmm. You're on your way to vacation. Like I said, I'm not saying you spend all six hours playing Flappy Birds, but, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with you watch a movie or you read a book. No, so the argument then would be um, you're better off reading a book than playing Flappy Birds because at least you're, I don't know, I'm trying to see but what no, the but argument is. I get is, it, but hear know? me out, Simon. Is like even, What I was saying was his whole thing was screen time. And like even if, if you have a Kindle and you're reading a book, and he said that too, he's like, I would agree that that's better than, I mean, I think it's all about what you do with it. and 100%. And, and moderation. I think that's the big thing is. Well, the other thing he talked about is like the human nature not to give up on stuff which is an, another tool or thing these companies have to keep us hooked sure and you don't finish these games and there's no end like i have a friend who played red dead redemption mm-hmm. finished it but then you have all these you gotta get five beaver pelts and well i can tell you this much and i don't know what this means but in a normal time 
we'll call it pre-COVID. PC. I would be on my son all the time about the amount of screen he's on. And if it was too much, I would ban him and force him to go out or do whatever, you know what I mean? But since COVID, because they're not really... Do I want him going out and hanging out with a bunch of kids all the time when he doesn't have to? You know what I mean? Like it's, they're all just on like a stricter lockdown. You know what I mean? So I'm less. It's harder to ban it. Yeah, but I also. I wonder if there's like some. But Simon, I'll give you two examples. Like when I was young, I I had systems and I liked playing video games. I had a basketball net and I fucking loved skateboarding. I would spend three hours in front of my house skateboarding alone. So like even at a time during COVID, like let's say I was young and COVID came around, my mom could have been like, go out for two hours and I could have, with a mask, not around anyone, shot hoops on my own or skateboard on my own. I'm not saying you're a bad parent or like you're not. No, no, I'm just, I, I just, you're, it's so much better now. It's so much more addictive. It's so much more everything. So Sure it is. Yeah, I get it. I don't it, know. But, like, yeah, maybe you would have been able to resist back then, but maybe the games just weren't good enough to like. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying though, hold on. What I'm saying know? though is I might have, but my mom also would have been like, I don't care. You're going outside, which she did mm -hmm. all the time. She was yeah, like, no, I don't give a fuck. Which I do all the time too, usually. But that's what know? I'm saying is that I, Listen, the winter's a real issue. That's where you hit well, a real winter, fucking roadblock. There's block. another thing, but again, you should be kicking your kid out to go. Like we had to go out and play in the fucking cold. Yeah, of course. I think I was lucky because when I was a kid, I didn't have cable. You didn't have cable. We no. didn't. I didn't have cable until we were until I was fifteen. Something wow. like that. Maybe even yeah. older. Wow. I mean, cable wasn't that great. There were only fucking twelve channels. Or no, whatever. no. I mean, I had the three channels. Sorry. Let me say this again. When my parents were together. I had cable growing up till I was like six or seven. Then they got divorced. And then my dad always had cable. So every second weekend I had cable. But oh, my so you mom. Had a taste. Yeah. Had nothing. Just a taste. Yeah. Just hear about stuff. Not even cable. Sorry. We had no cable at my mom's. And my dad had the black box. So like everything. And I would try to go to friends' houses and watch we, cable. We didn't have video games. Yeah. Like I didn't have we video had games. ColecoVision. And then my mom decided that we were done. I think I got a Nintendo when I was like 16. Like we are, oh, no, it was because my, my stupid brother fucking had a head injury when he was a kid. He Something happened. He fell out of his high chair and fractured his skull. And Something uh, happened? He didn't try to off him? No. I, my theory is that the nanny did it. Oh. I was at home while it happened. Like, I was upstairs watching TV, and I came downstairs, and he was fucking bleeding. Eega. I actually saved the day I called and that's traumatic got him to the hospital and all of that stuff it was crazy anyways point was uh oh yeah so he got this head injury and then they were always worried like my mom being overly cautious was worried about the flashing lights of the video games would give him some sort of seizure so then we weren't allowed to have Nintendo well my mom sucked because I was in a coma and I was allowed to play video games yeah that probably was that's uh that might be a thing no, the doctors would have told us. and Then they got bogged down with running talk, which got a little distracted. Like, what are we talking about here? Because he was talking to his personal running. But then they mentioned Sri Chimnoy. Do you ever remember going to uh, Peace Gardens? I worked for a restaurant. I have no idea. Was I was by, so lost. He said what that there was, a, there was a, a center in New York for Sri Chimnoy. See, that was the thing is when he said it, I, I was on Times 3, so it was like Sri Chimnoy. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Uh, well, I, actually, to backtrack, it's very important to listen to the Tony Hinchcliffe fast. It's too slow. Sri Shrim Noi. Sri Chim Noi is like a spiritual leader. Okay. And he had a restaurant in uh, Times Square in the market. And I was a dishwasher there. 
Times Square. Well, the, well, the Times Square in the market. You know, the building which has uh, all the restaurants. Oh, fuck. I know what you're Is talking it called, about. I think it's called Times Square. It's not. It's not called Times Anyways. Square. Anyways. Okay. I thought... We were both on the same page. I was like, Kamar lived in New York as well. What's but going on here? It's called like um, Central Square, maybe. Um, but the Sri Chimnoy Center was you run around the block 6,000 times, which is just insanity. So if you want to get in shape, do not do that. Try to just run. But let me ask you, like go, going back to the video games and to the fitness thing like he was talking about, like I think there's something to be said about setting goals and making them and teaching kids that well, no, I agree. We're doing it the wrong way. The way it's set up. I agree. It's not what I agree with him that they need to find a way to teach kids something that very valuable within this shit. Like if you're going to hook them on it, make sure that. Well, what, what I thought was, um, cause we've always had a debate about what can governments do like the private companies, but I think governments could say, as part of curriculum, because got to be young kids. I mean, that's the only thing we have is raise awareness. Like six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, I don't even know if they get phones, but if they are warned about it, obviously there's going to be people who, this is sort of like saying drugs are bad or, or whatever you, you have besides the normal subjects. I think that's the only I mean, the problem proactive is that, thing we could do. The problem really is that all the jobs in the future are going to revolve around coding, which involves a screen. And you're going to want to teach your kid that at a young age. That's the real. Unless we buck the trend and start going backwards. But it's more like teaching the opportunity costs, the perils of this. Just awareness going in. Well, I mean, keep in mind, I said this back in fucking March. We need to start making shit in North America again. So a real smart move would be to start building some factories again and start teaching people skills with their hands, That's trades, how to build to stuff, how to, well... You wanted to bring back coal, Kamara. That's a little bit different. I just think there's it's a waste of time going after us. Like we're sort of lost because we have one foot in, one foot out, right? And then there's a generation that is that's all they've ever known. It's too late for them. You're not gonna push them, but like they were saying, warning labels then didn't stop us from smoking. Yeah, but that's I smoked see- pre-warning label. Yeah, but they're wrong because smoking has dropped significantly since they implemented all that shit. So you think uh, social media apps should come with a warning label? I'm not saying that would work in that case. Like, listen, it's like when you go to a porn site. Remember going to a porn site back in the day and it was like, are you 18? Click yes if you are. Click no if you're not. I would like to know how many times the no button was clicked, if ever. But, but the warning labels did work on cigarettes. They did, yes. But it's not a war- but. Social media is different. Like this isn't a this isn't a gateway. Like you can allow. It's just saying warning. This thing could suck a lot of your time. And they you won't lose do the right thing on their own, right? The the social media companies, whatever. You well, almost call no them. companies. Will. Well, this oh, right. is just in the exactly. spirit of this guy's so, exposure problem. But what are solutions? The big question discuss? is is whether the government is going to step in, or what they could do that is not overstepping their bounds. Well, do they have to do something? But I don't get it. You want them to step in because we're wasting time on our phones? That's the most obscene thing I've ever heard in my life. It's well, no, not that we're wasting time. It's that these um, companies are like, I don't know. Taking that. advantage it of us? It seems like, yeah, it seems like, and fine, I guess then you just say, you know, we're stupid. But the government is there to protect the weak. And in this case, we're the weak, you know? Yeah, but again, it's just the most anti-capitalist thing in the world. Like they're 
they're offering you something. A, they're offering you something for free that you don't have to use. And your argument is that we need the government to step in and regulate it because we're... <sighs> Not regulate it, just teach children, make that curriculum. Well, that's regulating it, meaning like if the social media companies want to make all of this money, then they have to do this and this Warn and this people as a the dangers. as an education or how the same thing you would do with marijuana. You know what I mean? It's like anti-capitalism. A lot of put money warnings goes on into cigarettes. the. Um, that's why the taxes are there because a lot of money goes right? into the education. That's different. That's just a warning. Well, this is just a warning. No, Simon's not talking about a warning. No, I'm talking about education. Yeah. Well, that's but if you want to talk about just warnings, I mean, that's well, no, that's what I said. Thing. What I said to him was that the warnings they put on cigarettes statistically did work. That's all I said. And then he said, why don't and then I said that was anti-capitalist what you were talking about. And then he said to me, is the warning on cigarettes anti-capitalist? And I said, no, it's a different thing. It's hurting the sales of cigarettes. But for public safety and the concern is our public sa mental safety more here. Well, keep in mind, in a place like here, we just tax the fucking shit out of them. That's what we did. You can't tax um We also do apps. that because we have free health care, and you have to do that. Well, yeah, to pay for all the lung cancer and stuff. That's precisely it. You're just putting a down payment on your future fucking health issues. That's that's how we look at it, and that's how I look at it, at least, in this country. Well, I think if the government would have the intervention in anything that wouldn't be over southern bounds, it'd be to encourage or imply a curriculum for young students just to know the opportunity costs of throwing your life away or the dangers if it were and maybe warning labels on apps so this could suck all your time but warning labels on apps that's what you're saying not warning just a reminder that hey there's other things to do besides be on this app i mean again though we were talking about the freedoms earlier and you guys are talking about like you know what if i want to play flappy birds for eight hours a day like what's like again, let's also say, let's say I've become filthy rich. Like, let's say I've worked 20 years of my life and I've saved up $30 million and I now want to spend the rest of my days playing fucking flappy birds, getting fat. Yeah. Like, what is it's not about me? You. That you're fine. It's uh, people who will not become rich because they wasted life. I think the this example sounds, of flappy birds was the guy pulled it himself. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying is it's like the war on drugs. Like we've, you, we put all these crazy regulations in place to try to stop people from doing drugs and it didn't do jack shit. But what about this, like on um, Floppy Birds, if it said, hey, you've been playing for an hour, you might want to do something else. Well, we have to know and you keep playing. But Just keep in mind, you have that on your iPhone. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't play the games enough. Like No, but I'm saying like screen time. Like I have it, for example, if I go, let's say I downloaded Instagram right now. If I spent 15 minutes on Instagram, at 10 minutes, I get a warning saying I have five minutes left. And then at 15... It locks me out. And again, like you said, I can just hit the stupid button that's like, give me five more minutes or whatever. Well, I don't know if it's effective for governments to go in and tell social media companies who they can and can't have it. But to say that they should encourage them to put a warning and to educate kids, I don't think is a crazy government overreach. I don't care about a warning. Put a warning on. That's fine. I just don't think it's going to do shit in this case. That's all. It's just like a Yeah, I mean, out of, of all the things you want them to do... I would think there are better ways you could have the government step in than make them put warnings on. But I'd like you, like... I wonder what those are, though. But what do you... Yeah, that's it. What do you want the government to do? Like, what exactly does it look like in your head? Just yeah, And I know you haven't given it great thought, so I'm not trying know. to put you on the Maybe spot. Maybe, like... Like, to me, the problem with it, it, everybody should have their own decision to make, right? Like, if you want to, like you said, if you want to be on fucking Flappy Birds for 10 hours a day, that should be up to you. 
but when they're like um using algorithms to give you other things that that you think you're going to buy that are like flappy birds like I don't know it, it's the it's the trickiness <clears throat> of it right so, like nothing's above board we don't know that that's happening behind the scenes it's just all happening okay but let me like we'll use the warcraft as, as an example cuz and I'm going to make a big assumption here I don't know this for fact I'm just making an assumption I'm going to assume that the guy that created World of Warcraft was himself a gamer who just wanted to create a great game. Like, let's just talk about Tetris and Mario Brothers. Well, I'm talking those about World games. of Warcraft in, in, in particular, but like, you know what I mean? He had good intention and I don't believe, now keep in mind, maybe a corporation that got behind it and made the game, maybe they figured out some algorithm to keep you playing, but I have a feeling that that guy never intended on someone getting so hooked that they relapsed. You know what I mean? Like, and again, I get it that there are... a a percentage of people that abuse it, but I think it's weird to do this. Like there's a percentage of people that abuse absolutely everything we have in life. Right. And we don't, if we could put warning on music, so we could put warning on apps. I guess the idea, Maddie, I agree with you. Come on. I'm fine the, with that. Uh, the idea is like, okay, so look, you have the choice to do drugs. Every, every kid out there in America or Canada has the choice to do drugs. If those drugs like, let's say they were a company, you know what I mean? If they were then using like some weird trick to convince you to do more drugs and you didn't even know it was happening, it just seems like that's this unfair, it, like you're, they're going to get you hooked no matter what, because. Yeah, but it sounds like you want them to ban social media. No, that's, I, I no, 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 no. Well, no, but I'm just saying is the banned. same way I don't want them to ban drugs, you know. Or I'm just saying though is what I'm saying to you, Simon, or is there's I don't see I don't. But I'm quitting anyway. Of course you are. I wish you luck. You, without anyone putting up like you haven't even been able in the four minutes, three minutes to think of any like real regulation that they could put in place that would do anything other than just getting rid of it completely. No, I think it has something to do with like the algorithms they use to My suggestion was it, labels and early like education. Like it's all about ads and consumerism, I think, in the end. So if they could somehow get that out of it more and it was a little more pure. But then, can I go back to like Kamar, you just you used an example that actually works the opposite way now that I'm thinking about it. Music started labeling like parental advisories in like the 80s and the 90s, right? Music only got far more vulgar from that point on. I feel like that one almost worked in the opposite. And it's just something to give the person pause because we're, we're weak to these things already because we are giving them all the data to manipulate us. I'm not saying it's going to be a cure-all, just something. It's because it's free, right? Like, and we I think the product. problem is that if we it, all have a fucking big opinion that we all want out there. And that's really like, as far as social media is concerned, I mean, this guy was, keep in mind, this guy wasn't even talking about social media. He was talking no. about screens, yeah. period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his deal wasn't specifically like Facebook, Instagram. His deal was just the fucking, the, the time you spend in front of a screen. Well, because, without, well, because without this, you don't have Facebook or whatever. But the overreaching the idea, point is right? all these companies, whether social media or gamers, are employing tactics to make you addicted to screen as possible it's not just a here's a game play as you will they are actually actively trying to manipulate us so but again score. just to play devil's advocate to my diablo avocado to my own point um like that's all ads are on television they're yeah. just not as effective so we don't worry so much about them if they were coming at but here's a good example okay maddie this is a good example i think 
What if you found out that like um, McDonald's in their ads, in their ads was using hypnotic, hypno whatever, Hypnosis. and it was making you eat more hamburgers. You would be like, whoa, slow down McDonald's. That's dirty pool. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't get me to use your shit to buy your shit or in this case to use your app because you're hypnotizing me into it. I know it's not quite the same, but that's basically what they're doing. It's gotten so advanced that it might as well be fucking magic. But again, but, doing. but think about what we're talking. He's just talking about screens. So like, think about again, Kamari is a great example. Tetris, like the guy that made Tetris, he wasn't, there's not some deep seated algorithm in there. That's trying to sell you something that's trying to fucking manipulate your time or keep, it's just a game. And, and, and the only thing it works on is just you trying to get better or, or improve. You know what I mean? It just, the only thing there is your human psyche saying, do better, play more, whatever. So like Tetris is going to keep you on your phone as long as you have that. <coughs> I think that's just built into us. But it was just a great game. It wasn't designed to try to suck all <laughs> your time to sell ads and to, to That's whatever. what I'm saying. But keep in mind. The new games are more nefarious than Tetris. I get it. But what I'm saying is like, if this guy had wasted his time playing Tetris on that flight, he still would have written the book. Right, because his time, he still would have felt like I wasted six hours on the screen. Whereas if I didn't have the screen, I wouldn't have. In you the can suggest end, that we'll in the know. end, the argument is: if you throw this away, you've won. It has nothing to do with the companies out there who are trying to convince you to do anything. That's this guy's point, right? Like this that's screen the, that's is most the problem. Sure, but at the same time, here, like I'll use this example: when I moved to Vancouver. I got a job bartending. So I was around people all the time, still conversing with people. I made like acquaintances while living in Vancouver. So I would go meet people. I would, you know. You didn't need social media to stay social. No, but keep in mind, I bought a PlayStation while I was out there and I, I played video games with like six or seven friends back home, stayed in touch with them that way. You know what I mean? So I still. That was one of the points you made too that I forgot to mention is that the world never sleeps. Yeah. There's always someone There's up somewhere always else. always someone yeah. on the game system. And there's nothing you're going to be able to do about that. Yeah. Unless we have a shutdown time that doesn't even make sense. Um, but the, yeah, so the solutions he did offer were uh, activities. Something where you can't do, have your phone and do it. I think we all need to do a quick, uh, let's do a screen time check. Simon. Well, I know mine's down from last week because I got a notification this morning when I was on Instagram <laughs> that my screen time was down. Um, how, do I, how do I see last week's? How do I see anything? You go to settings and then screen time. Or you get the latest operating system and it shows up on your first screen. I've been on the phone for six hours and 38 minutes this week. Daily average, one hour and 56 minutes. Same difference. 63% down from last week. There you go. You had to do stuff this week. I've been busier. It's true. Oh, see, mine's not going to be good because I I watched two podcasts on my phone last night. Well, it says three hours and 44 minutes, but it says up 155% or 150% from last week. So. Well, that's impressive. So uh, activities that make you disconnect, things you got to do and you can't have your phone on it. I think that's probably going to be healthy in every way. Uh, change your apps around. That makes sense. Did you find it annoying if you move an app or you, you ever press the square button and then jumble it around? Yeah, it's the worst it. part of my life. I can't. When this guy said that, I was like, I want to punch this guy in the fucking head. I oh, would I never move my apps around. No, that doesn't bother you whatsoever. No. Big deal. Oh, it drives me nuts. Well, these are little tricks you can play on yourself if you want to do it. 
and also the grayscale because it takes off the shiny bells and whistles off mm-hmm. the apps. And then he talked about how he's colorblind. colorblind. Yeah. And did you guys know? Do you guys like the uh, absolute comedy, the color scheme? Yeah. What about you know, it? It's purple, orange, and that gross mm-hmm. lime green. You, do you think it's cool? I think it's disgusting. Yeah, I, I think it's terrible. Noticed it before. The owner is colorblind. And that has no sense. idea what the club looks like. Which colorblind is he? Do you know? There's like 15 different ones. I don't know, but he's had me like, what is this? He's asking what a color is. What I, he can't see reds. I think it is. He has money. Why doesn't he buy those glasses? Uh, I think he tried he those glasses. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I don't think people who are colorblind find it as much of a pavement as we had a good friend because they were talking about that moment when you see people trying the glasses. Yeah. Oh. But we had a friend who had a hearing issue. He's also a friend of his. Sorry, I, I don't know who you roll with. But Def, our, our Def Peter, yeah, I'm Def all Peter, aware of our Def mutual Peter. friend, Shadow Petey. Um, he can't hear you. <laughs> they put his video when he got the thing inserted. I nearly cried. I nearly cried too. And that's all I thought about when they were talking about that. Well, just hearing him when his brother talks to him and he's like, he says he has a deep voice. That was fucking, I nearly Wait, lost it right there. It was the first time I was like, we, Jesus yeah. Christ. Especially knowing Peter personally, you know what I mean? Like, that was fucking. But it's not like this, this guy's colorblind. He doesn't walk around the monochrome glasses. So I, I don't think it's that necessary. Like, you just get used to what you see, you know what I mean? No, I get it. But it, like, watching, dude, I nearly cried watching the same video they pulled up. Just happened to be on my feed, like, two weeks ago. And I watched it. I nearly fucking, I was welling up to this. It's weird. Colorblindness like, or the hearing? No, the colorblind. The, the hearing ones always kill me. Like yeah. seeing the babies yeah. get hearing for the first time. Hear that their moms. Oh, that always time. fucks yeah, me yeah, up. So I, that I'm instantly fucking welling up. No, but the Skamar, there's something about seeing like a a grizzled like 88 year old war vet like sitting in a chair with like a fucking like like navy hat on, you know, looking angry at everything, and he gets a pair of like these end chromatic glasses and just starts fucking bawling. Like it's I don't know. That's it's a weird idea though. Like. You know, you see the sky is blue and somebody else sees it however they see it and they don't even understand what blue is because it's not even in their lexicon. Right right? Well the weirdest like thing is like I love like I like taking photos and I just feel like I, that would be. Well, you so would you take might, sepia shots like I that. guess you're black and white yeah. photos and not even know why white. they're amazing. Yeah. But the weird part about that is like you don't even know you're missing out. And I can tell you you're missing out. But you'll never really understand because you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. And that's all I have for Atler. Yeah, I mean, I found this one, like, I'm bored of this already, you know? Well, no, it's just this offering a problem and there's not really a solution except well, for we're just, man it, up and do we it. We are not going to beat this because... It's only going to get more powerful and well, better the, resolutions. The, well, hold on, though. I don't the think same way you're not going to beat oil or beat, uh, you know, those are those are done. Those are fucking legacy programs, and this is a new legacy program. I don't think we're done, though. I think there's still... Because he talked... They talked then about the, 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 the idea of, like, the future of us. Joe seems oddly panicked about, A, something that's never going to affect him. I think he seems defeated. Well, but the weird question is like, what, like, I don't know. Well, if you had to like, if you had to take a guess at like the next 50 years, do you, do you think we're like merged with machine by then? Like, where do you think we're at? I mean, it, I, I'll start by saying this. Um, I'm sure you've seen that book where they guess everything in like the eighties. They guess what everything's going to be like in like 25 years. 
and like nothing is anywhere fucking close. Except for Tesla predicted the phone. Sure, yeah. I mean, listen, some people do. Some people, I'm just, so whatever I guess is probably going to be fucking way the fuck off. In 50 years? Um, no, 50 is too long because, okay, sure, 50 years, whatever, 40 years. Yeah, in 50 years for sure. We're, we're. I would have to say for just thinking about it, like think where we were 50 years ago. Black and white TVs in your living room. Oh, it, it happens real quick. Like 50 years is is actually, you know. And the 50 years before that, Matt, they were whatever. The 50 years and before 50 that was before, fucked. And the 50 before that, they were in fucking on horse Medieval back. time. No, but this is what I I'm know. saying. It happens so goddamn So quickly. that's what I'm saying is when I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? 50 for sure. Like I don't, I mean, again, we are right now listening to Elon Musk talk about putting chips in your head so that you can have... I don't know if you saw, but I've been talking about this for a year now. Like the Apple glasses are coming out and, and like that and sounds worse as we proceed as when he first said it sounded like something that would be really cool. And because this is my story, it's got to happen. And you, you've got to see it come to fruition. I got to see go. it come to fruition. So now you've stated that you're not going to have kids, but I wonder if you had a kid, if you might look at it differently. Because I mean, it would break your heart to lose your kid to social media or just like... Yeah, maybe. But I also know, like, again, I have more faith in us than I think maybe most. We're resilient. We There's always been... Th and we need alarmists. We need people to be worried and we need people to bring up stuff like this guy. But I think we truly always find a way. There's always been the some... factor. There's always been something that people have been like, this is going to be the end of humanity, the end of society. This is going to take our attention away. This is going to be this, that. We're dealing with a lot right now, for sure, but... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done. What are you... What's... I just... With the with the algorithms and how high-tech it's gotten and how they're now able to, like, use all the psychology that they used before in the ads, meaning, With like, us volunteering all the data. But to the nth degree, like, because it's so, you know, it, it, it just really seems like now more than ever, the... the the, the people out there trying to like have a piece of us are more powerful than ever, like to really to the nth degree. And that's scary. I okay, guess. Okay. But hold that's on. But like the, so, let's so just, before they seemed like bumbling, fumbling idiots, but now they got computers working for them, you know? Anyway. Yeah, but again, like, like think about you just found YouTube and we were explaining it to you and you were like, Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's sweet. Like I no, didn't but, really just find you. Fine. Okay. But, Come but on. you know what I mean is like, Think about that, like that algorithm, all it's really doing, it is learning about you, but it's just giving you what you want in hopes, obviously, that you stay there and watch some ads and some shows and you can choose to sit there. You Yeah, I, yeah, totally. I'm not the problem. I get Clearly, it. Clearly, you know. I get I mean? it. But what I'm saying is like growing up, I heard that the TV was a big problem and the TV was going to rot my brain and this, that and the next. And again, I don't think the TV rotted our brains. You're fine. You're no, fine. I am not exactly. fine. You yeah. are fine. Everybody's I'd fine. Like to be a I'm lot just, finer. I'm just saying, Maddie. Like they just didn't. If they've always been bad, they've always wanted to own your time. Like no matter what, the ads. It's always about getting a piece. Of I you. get it. Now they are just. It's become so. Like we were saying, everything happens so quickly in technology. They're just. It's too powerful now. They're able to manipulate us too easily and too. But you, Simon, again, they're just, you, you hit the nail on the head. They're just trying to sell you fucking shit. 
But that's got, all they're trying to do. But they're selling it to your kids and people who don't have like the wherewithal. But hold on, they've always. To, but Simon, they've always been selling stuff I to your kids. Know, you owned a toy store. Why does he not understand? Because he has got to disagree with you. Um, no, I don't. I'm just saying. Like, but you, you're, you're not even willing to to grant that they're more powerful at they what are. they're trying to do now. Trying than to sell they you were stuff when we were kids. But I don't get it. So okay. What you're saying is the same thing I could make an argument for when we were kids. They weren't as powerful then. Did it fucking kill us? And you arguing that you're not as good off as you want. No, but but it's, again, we just got finished saying it, it happens so much quicker now. Like they're able, they're able to get better quicker. Okay. Be, better at trying to sell you shit. So that's it. They're just, we're at a place now where they're really good. They figured out a, be, a way to be like, beyond humanly good at what they do to sell at one point somebody had to come to your door and then they had to make ads that were like neat so that you under right so yeah you so they're better them. at selling ads but i don't you think this is going to be the end of society i don't them, know about the end no, of society no, i just think on. we're at a point well, there you now go so where, what are we so what's this alarmist talk like you're talking about getting the government involved you're talking the about the manipulation of ourselves to make money do you think it's anything similar to potato no. chip companies how they now like tell us what kind of flavors you want because we don't know what potato chips flavors and, to make to innovate so they have a contest where people design chips and like they're doling out their research and development to get new flavors of chips where with these social media apps, just our behavior, they get all the information. So they need, they know what to make a like, like button or, or whatever the situation is. They know what your secret desire chip is, but the chips have to go in there, beg you to tell us what you want to eat. See, I want to go back though, Kamar, cause you were like, I'm not as fine as I want to be. I'm not. Okay. But see right there, that's... I should have done better in school. I should have done so many drugs. I shouldn't drink so much. Okay. So and hold on. Social no. media does not help me at all. So that's a very left attitude. You had all the control to help yourself, but you didn't. Yeah. So all the things in life and all the, so like systematic racism and all these, all these things that are out of your control held you back. No, right. I, I just told you I held myself back, but that's what I'm saying. So then the so, TV being there didn't do anything. You could have done better at school. Despite the TV, there were people that did great in school. They had a TV. Fine. Well, yeah, no. My you only defend Hollywood. You defend the social media companies. You defend TV. I'm not defending. First of all, we're not defending social media. We're talking about fucking screen time here. That's how this started. I don't care about social media. We're talking about how if screens are bad for you. That's how this started. Overuse of screens are bad for you. Uh, constructive use of screens is good for you. I mean, this guy was split down the middle. They can be good. It wasn't like everyone throw away your phones. It's just the social media companies are using our information to make us use the phones or have unhealthy levels of screen time. The the screen we know this. The screen was just uh, is just another vehicle for whatever you're watching on there, right? It's yeah. the same as a television. It's whatever, and you can't carry the TV with you everywhere you go. Well, no, that's so that's immediately something different than when we were kids. You didn't have these pocket televisions to carry with you everywhere you went, and you have to plug yeah. it in. So just right away, it's it's worse. You don't like worse. Right away, they have more chance to monopolize your time. Okay, I also couldn't walk around with a full encyclopedia either. Yep, that's true. You couldn't. So, I mean, again, like, you know, there's for every, for every con you come up with, I can come up with a pro for having the screen in your pocket. Like the information that you have at your disposal puts you 
a, a million times ahead of someone 50 years ago and a trillion times ahead of someone 100 years ago. Yeah, and then the next argument is if you have it in your pocket, might as well just have it in your head, then you'll have that information a lot quicker. It'll be right there in your head. You'll never even have to reach into your pocket for it. So, yeah, but again, you sound like Joe where you have like this huge... Let me ask you a question. Would you get a pacemaker if you needed one? Yes. So you wouldn't be like, but whoa, whoa, whoa. What about this massive conglomerate but, putting a fucking machine in my chest? Well, no, you're... you're oh, why? It could track your movement. There could be a GPS in it. Well, okay. You'd be willing to sacrifice that. Unless to, you saw the right podcast and maybe you'd say, no way, I'm not doing well, this. I guess. Maybe then you'd take your chance. But you see what I'm saying is like... The th well, no, like, not really. Well, we use technology in certain ways. Like you have no problem with using technology to help your heart continue to make you live, right? I, 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 yes. Okay. So the same thing is like, if the screen were to make you a better person, you just choose to use it. The problem is we choose to use it to make us worse people. That's really the issue. I keep saying it. It's us. We're the problem. If we chose At to At the end of the day, we are the solution if we are the problem. But well, if there's I nothing guess. wrong with awareness, that too much screen time can be detrimental. That's all. I agree. I don't and think that's an unhealthy message or If your phone super was lefty. just a phone. No, but that's like going on. Like, that's parenting. Parents need to do that. If shit. your phone was just a phone and just Google, that I guess would be the best of all the worlds, right? You have the phone, which is really important to be able to communicate with people on the go. That changed a lot. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, those are fine. Yeah, but if you great. if you removed any like Shazam, uh, I can't live game or paper. But again, I'm saying like think or, about it: the calculator, the measuring tape, the yeah. um, the the fucking compass. Let's call like, those utilities. Yeah. So if it was just utilities, the phone and Google, that that sounds like a plan. I think that would work. But if you look on my phone right now, like that's what so, I have. So then what are we complaining about? We're complaining about all like the things that seem fun. But like, that's what I was saying is this guy, see, my argument was that this guy's whole thing was like, he lost six hours to flappy birds and then wrote a book about how screen time is like ruining us. And I just don't, I don't see it fully that way. Again, I just try not to be an alarmist. I think we will adapt. We are adapting constantly. And I think, some people, Simon, will sign up gladly to have the chip in their head. Gladly. No, no, I, I know they will. I yeah. disagree. I, I think it's it's not all right. Like, I, I don't want to ban him or whatever, but I think awareness, this isn't the best thing. It's not, I don't think it's alarmist. It's sort of like, it's just awareness. But well, to say it's, it's all going to work out fine might be foolish well no you need to have both sides of it you that's can't just yeah you can't just that's why i said Kamar, we need people to be we need people to raise these flags and say hey this is a problem and so that we realize it book. yeah but listen once you realize there is a problem we can fix it and I, I again i think everything comes in ebbs and flows and we will figure this shit out i i, I think a generation prior like we said the people who don't know anything will tamper it themselves you know what i mean like we are one foot in, one foot out. Our generation sort yeah, of they're going to grow up integrated with then it. Then there's a generation, this first wave of not knowing anything. Yeah, first adopters. The next wave, it's just so much. So if you don't fight, if you don't fight the battle right now, you've already lost because the next generation is already all in. I you actually, know, they don't know what it was like before having no and uh, it's detrimental internet, to hear having from no me. phone in your pocket. I truly believe. Uphill to school. So start fighting now, man. Well, That's your responsibility. I believe the generation coming up now is going to look at social media the way we looked at shit our parents did. They're going to be like, this is something old people do. I truly believe social media eventually, in the form we know it now, will go away. Yeah. That's the one thing about all these things is happening so fast. Like you said, it's going to take 10 years to actually look back and go, is it really that bad or was it That's just That's actually a, a pretty flip? good point, though, because... 
That that probably is true. Like when you look at it, like when you look at it's just so gross, right? Like the way Well, if you watch the social dilemma. No, is that I, what you mean? I, I just mean like the way like Instagram and all of these things reward like I don't I don't even know, man. It just doesn't seem it seems like you didn't but he's gonna disagree with me. But it seems oh, like I you see. had to work harder to get famous before and now just wow. because you're out there it just getting famous isn't really something admirable to be. Now more than ever. Not that I, well, I, you know that comes with making lots of money and all of that jazz. Like just being productive in your community is what what you, people should strive to be. A good person. But I mean, Simon, I'm not going to say you're wrong. You're right. It was harder to get famous back then. Of course, I can't argue that. Yeah, I don't but, even remember where I was going. But you you have to say like, there's a lot of people that are famous now off YouTube that never would have had a chance back then. That make like Philip DeFranco probably never would have had a way in. You know I'd, what I mean? I'd like Joe to have a TikToker on. Just see if they're vapid or they're interesting at all. Just just out of, I mean, I know like you can find podcasts that they've been on, but. But I was going to say is it, that's a tough one because for sure he could find some vapid, useless fucks on TikTok. I guarantee you 50% of them are smart. Like, well, no, I'd just be, I'd be interested if they're like, I earned this. You don't know what it's like. Or like, no, this is a crazy dream. It's all going to go ahead. Just, just, um, I guess I should not wish for Joe to have them on. I can go find out and see what they're talking about, but. This is the only podcast I really listen to now. But let's rate it. I just think we, sorry, just before we do, I just think we always forget, like, and I, I think you kind of allude to this all the time, which is, like, whatever, our lifespan of importance, you know, from the time we actually make kind of buying decisions, whatever that means, um, voting, all that stuff is so small. Compared to the Egyptians. Well, not even compared to the Egyptians, just like, like right now we understand what it was like when, when we were was, relevant. When well or when there was no internet before my son doesn't know that time and his children don't even like it's not even a thought on their radar. What we believe is already lost one generation from now. That's how quickly it's happening. Maybe before it lasted longer and maybe you get As technology like, progressed slower. 30 years from now, you get like this retro where they start liking like the shit you wore again. But I don't think they start like thinking your ideas were cool. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe they do. Maybe you go back the same way we look at like hippie culture and you want to emulate it. Yeah, or how there's people now like who are active blacksmiths. You know what I mean? Like those that again, sort of hipster we, movement of like old. We understand what it was like to be a hippie. We weren't hippies, but it's not so far removed from us. It's so far removed from my son. You know what I'm saying? Let's it's, keep in mind too, our circle is our circle. There's people outside of our circle. There's a lot. There's a big movement right now of people like DIY, like doing everything by hand, learning a trade. Like that's a that's a big movement right now is actually learning how to do something. Like there's so many YouTube channels, Simon, that are how to go out in the wilderness. Oh, and I, fucking... I I think it's a movement. I don't think it's a big movement. Well, no, but every movement starts with something, right? So I think I, I think you're getting a lot of kids right now who are having to become a little more realistic and say, I'm not gonna go into like. English literature in university because we've now seen a whole generation of kids who have done that and not got a degree and that's what you were striving for and come out with no job to show for it. So I think you're getting more kids who are like more likely to go into like a trade and then you're going to learn woodworking and then maybe from that you branch out to like something more 
Like you don't have to go work for a construction company. You can work for a... Sure, you could sell your own wares online. Chairs But my point is, though, is, Simon, the more people do that, the more likely they are to pass that down a generation and to keep that stuff going is my only point. I agree. I agree. I just think... And I'm just saying... We lose it quicker before you might have had two generations to make something survive. And now you're lucky if you have one. But again, with the connection we have, you could also argue that now it might be easier to pass those things on and to to find them again. That's all I'm saying. is That is absolutely true. And... I won't know that until I watch my son's kids. Yeah. Whether they want to woodwork or not. You know? And again, too, like Simon, you know, it's different now than it was when we were young and, and it's different than when they were young. Like your son, you know, 20 is the new 30 or whatever. 20 is the new fucking 10 and 30 is the new 20. This and that. Your son isn't there yet. You know, like maybe by the time he's 30, he's super successful. Okay, yeah, no, who fucking knows? But you, of course. You, you are fortunate I hope so. to have the wherewithal of knowing what your grandchildren will be facing from these social media companies where your grandparents can't understand or Shep's grandparents are a little bit far removed, no? But what I'm saying is I think there's going to be... No, what I'm saying is his grandkids are going to face a plethora of problems that we don't even know we are coming yet. We don't even understand yet. The same way my parents were looking out for something for my like online son bullying? Is that, that has about? nothing to do maybe with what is, is actually going Is that an example though, like right online now. bullying? Well, yeah, maybe. Or or like, uh, you know, my dad is super concerned about like grades in school. So that's what he would be. He would want to make sure that my son always got good grades in school. I'm interested in my son passing school because I think the next thing he does is important, you know? But do I think that whether he learns fucking chemistry in high school is going to make a fucking difference? No, because I know he's not going to be a chemist, you know? And you're like, I didn't use fucking chemistry once. Dude, like I've told you this a million times. I have to help him with things and halfway through not understanding, I'm like, I've never used (laughs) this ever. Give me one example of a time where a normal person would ever have to use um, to find the... Trigonometry. Middle point of a fucking curve. Yeah, but like, don't you both an remember engineer building a bridge? Probably. Don't you yeah, both? But then you're an engineer and you'll fucking figure it but out. But I was gonna say, don't you both remember being that age and being like, I'm never gonna use this specifically. Like I remember saying yeah. to my teacher, but like I, need I know. I remember. I, I remember class, being yeah. like, dude, you know as well as I do, I'm never gonna use this. I'm not gonna be that guy. I just didn't. Yes, but I could only hypothesize then. Now I know. Yeah, I've lived right, forty yeah. years of my life and never used something they told me that I may have to use. Look, meanwhile, I'm going to have to find like the fucking... Yeah, you're going to go home tonight. I'll go to my son. I'll figure it out, man. Let's rate it. But you don't have to, Matt, because you have something in your phone now that does it for you, you know? Which isn't the worst thing in the world. (laughs) No, I know. I'm saying it all came full circle. Circular talk. Okay, let's rate it. I'm sorry, Kamar. Go ahead. I give it a three and a half. He's selling a book, but I think the awareness is a good thing. I give it a three and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I give it a three, and I thought it was good, and I'm already bored of this discussion. I think this will be once a month, though. Yeah, I agree. Moving forward, this is the new cancel culture. This is the new. No, I think it's all. There's Joe has the cancel culture. Too much screens slash social media. um, Tranny's taken over. Just fighting. Election, 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 election until January. And I think it partially is because oh, he's a dad. Oh, and health and wellness. Sorry. Don't forget health and Partially wellness. because he's a father. Yeah. I think he might not have the same concern if he had no kids. I think it would be different, too, if you were boys. No, well, of course, because the people of well, it just affects uh, girls. Yeah, more. I think it affects women far, far worse. Yeah, no. I, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, but that's my point is I think if Joe had two boys as opposed to two girls, he might be a little less concerned about this. 
I think you're right though, Kamar. I think it all has to do with kids, not necessarily gender. Because if I didn't have kids, I just wouldn't give a fuck one way or another because what I do or don't do is irrelevant. You know what I mean? But because I see that like, if you're not like, cause I think I'm strong enough to fight it. That's my point. And I know that a kid is just a kid and all you're looking to do is what you want to do. And you're not strong enough to know when to turn something off and like, I just having I just, never having never met your son, but having met you and your wife and spent time with both of you, I can say with almost certainty that despite whatever your worries are, that your son's going to grow up fine. I think he's going to have a plethora of problems to face that we are unaware of. Yeah. Like, I think automation is something that we never would have seen coming that, you know what I mean? So who knows? No, I mean, listen, I'm sure he will be. And I only think he, it's weird because it's weird to me because we didn't do it that way. I get it. And the only reason he's going to turn out good is because of your current concerns. Yeah, Or maybe not. Maybe it turns out terrible. And like, I, I, that's not the point. The point is he has that he has people working against him um who aren't looking out for his best interests and you can tell him to go grayscale and, and change his I, apps around and i can i can say i can say you have to get off of there but if he's on there he's fighting a battle against evil forces that are invisible to everybody I hope and the next he, game that and, comes out, Shep is just the best. And he the provides world. them with all the I know, but this isn't ammunition. video games. I am not talking about video games here. Video games are different. That's another way to waste your time. I am talking about um, social media. So like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, things that you're on that but, are free. That So let me ask you in closing. Are, are taking, like it's your time that they want, right? I That's just how know. they win. So in closing, do yeah. you think your son has a, a social media problem? I know you think he plays too many video games, but we've never I've never heard you mention no, social media. No, I think media. he has a video game problem. So you don't think he's social media is an issue with your son? I think he spends so much time playing video games that he doesn't have enough time to be on fair social media. Fair enough, okay, yeah, yeah. And if I banned him from his computer, then he he'd have then, a social media okay, problem. Okay, fair enough, yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to ask the question. Yeah, yeah. That was all. no, no, but I think that's exactly right. Like, no, I'm not really worried about the social media because... Which which one do you think is more detrimental? Which one would you rather him have a problem I'd with? rather have a video game problem. Fair enough. And I'll only tell you why, because... No, you're tell me why. <laughs> either way, he's going to be on something. So I'd... Re- Look, I think you're getting more... Yeah, I don't even know if that's true. I think social media what, is more detrimental possibly to your self-esteem than video games it, are. It depends on what you're doing on the social media. I'll agree with that 100%. And it, like if you're on uh, Instagram looking at people's art or something, that seems pretty fucking good to me, you know? I mean, again, it's how you use it's it. I think there's way it, more. Yeah. I think at least video games can be rewarding. I find that Instagram, even me who has a, hold on, even me who has a very procured um, page, yeah, I still find myself like the five minutes a month I spend on there, I find myself like kind of bummed out, like keeping yeah. up with the, the oh, junk. No, you know totally, what I mean? Like totally. Social media is way worse. Video games are way better. Like I, I changed my mind. I would, I'd rather him play video games than be on social media. Social media is there to make you feel bad about yourself. The only way you're going to feel bad about yourself on video games is is if if you're you're not as good as somebody (laughs) else. Then you have two options. You get get better better at that fucking video game or you stop playing video games. Both of those things are admirable options. Social media is the problem. So now that you know that nobody's picking on you about video games, can you start fighting social media? Listen, I think social media is a problem. I'm saying this in closing. I'll say just this and then we'll get to the post show. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can have your cigarette and you can get the fuck out of here. 
Sometimes you do this too, you know. I'll say this in closing, Simon. Social media is a problem. I have faith in the young people that they will overcome this problem the same way we overcame problems in our generation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and as strong as you think the young people are, mm -hmm. I think the old people yeah. right now who are in charge are more evil than they are strong. Uh, it's the algorithm, I'm not even out. the people. Well, that's they created the algorithm, this algorithm that's there to corrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know, man. All right, well... Uh, I guess I'll do the plugs and we'll yeah, end this fucking let's thing. Do it. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, wow. Impressive. Um, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Aggressive. Um, there's a Reddit or a subreddit if you want to join the conversation. It's reddit.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. We had quite the little combo on the Reddit this week. Quite the little. Oh, about uh, voter fraud. Really yeah. Voter fraud. Firing up, man. Yeah. There's a conversation there. Um, so, yeah, if you want to join the Reddit, it's uh, reddit.com slash JREE podcast. Uh, there's a YouTube. You can watch us do this. It's youtube.com slash JREE podcast. If you're searching for it, it's JREE space podcast. Real fucking moron I am. And then, of course, the Patreon. If you want to join the Patreon, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Patreon.com slash JREE podcast. Uh, if you join the Patreon right now, we have 58 episodes of this won't age well, um, where we go back, we listen to old episodes and we do what we do on the normal show. Um, it's also where you can find the post show now. So if you want the post show, uh, you've got to go to the Patreon and starting this month, uh, coming up next week, you will get, uh, the Bigfoot sighting society, which is Simon's new conspiracy show. Branded. And, uh, also Two weeks from now, or uh, the 20, whatever, sometime this month, you'll also get Kamar's advice column. We need more questions. Uh, send your questions in. You can do that on the Reddit, or you can email them to us, or uh, just find a way, whatever. Send them to Simon on Instagram. And join the Patreon because we are being shadow banned. No. If we're being shadow banned, then you should tell a friend about our podcast. Well, that's a cheaper option. No, but that's how you unshadow ban. If, you, if we were being shadow banned, we would already be driving nice cars and shadow ban would be a real issue. Because oh. only big no, stuff gets shadow banned? that only... Yeah, that's not true. You can get shadow banned. We're shadow banned. Our, thank you for all your support, small. everybody. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week, weekend, and uh, as is usual... Keep... You can get it, even if you're small. Shadow banned. Your eyes open. Fucking Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs>